be falsely equivocated with us being white supremacist or evil or monstrous. And that's why I think that this video is one of the most insidious and potentially dangerous pieces of propaganda in the last 20 years. It falsely equates two things that have no business in the same breath and in the same space. If that song was called, I'm not a rapist, you wouldn't say, wait till the next verse, wait till the girl go. You'd be so insulted by the false equivocation that you would dismiss it wholeheartedly. If it was, I'm not anti-Semitic, and somebody said, oh, you deserve to be in them ovens, and oh, but let the Jewish boy rap, wait, it gets deep. You would not be rubbing your damn chin. You'd be offended because you know your history and you value yourself. Only African people would sit there and tolerate somebody so disgracefully representing and misrepresenting them in their history, talking about Kool-Aid and fried chicken, not talking about convict leasing or lynching or 246 years of enslavement, not talking about police brutality. And he said that you deserve to get killed because you're not pulling your pants up. If somebody said, oh, you had that tight dress on, that's why you got raped, you wouldn't be like, oh, let me hear the next verse. You see, this is ridiculous. This is, this is political, this is psychological warfare. Nobody who doesn't understand the difference between racism and bigotry and prejudice should ever even view that. Somebody 12 and 13 and 14 is like, oh yeah, everybody got feelings, it's real deep. He destroying African minds and he starts saying things like, oh, we can't do what every single group has been doing for the last 400 years. You think Jews are concerned with the mixed ones? You think they have Chinatown talking about who's mixed? They've been doing them forever. But the second somebody says we should do for ourselves, we can't even get out the room because people within the group is like, no, what about the people who might not fit? We're the only people asking that question. We're the only people considering inclusion. That's why when you have a conversation about race, it's all black people in the damn room. All right. Um, and you said the name of this is Baptized, right? This uh, in this podcast. <laughs> is that what you said? Omar, I don't know what the fuck you be on sometimes, but that is Nigga, not the today, name of this. Today, today is Jameson. Okay. Mm. Why are y'all drinking Jameson? Ask Isaac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they didn't. They didn't have the size of the uh, of the of the Jack Daniels that I would normally have gotten, uh, and I, I didn't want to get that big dumbass bottle of Jack Daniels. Y- and y'all know the one I'm talking about. I don't even know what it was like a half gallon. It feels like you know what I'm saying, but it's huge. So uh, right next to it was Jameson, and I was like, you know what? I haven't had Jameson in a while. Uh, but then I came back, and you know, Omar's eyes got wide, and he was like, "Nigga, are you trying to fight?" <laughs> he said, "You must want to fight somebody." Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> he said, "Well, people show up, and they had that." He said, "They show up, and they had that Jameson." He's like, "Man, uh, uh, man, am I late for the murder?" <laughs> That's just like that Johnny Walker we were drinking. Like mm. Johnny Walker is also an angry ass drink. Mm. Black, blue, purple, silver, whatever Ooh, fucking goodness. version of Johnny Walker. <laughs> you, it said, is. you don't care if it's pink. It could be Johnny yeah. Walker pink. If you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is rough as fuck. You don't give anything, a fuck about life. <laughs> anything that burn, like if if it burns, going down mm. that nigga, it is well, distorting your. To be fair. Until you've uh, become accustomed to a drink, most things burn going down. Oh, I'm talking about the vodka like that really don't burn. Acid like burn. Uh, yes, oh, it can. Man. Some shitty yeah. ass vodka burns. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say cheap vodka burns. That Dimitri. Yeah. Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that, but it sounds horrible. Did y'all see that? Um, I'm not racist video. Yes, mm. by Joyner Lucas. Yes. Yep. What you think about it? very powerful it was powerful i will give you that um i think here comes the butt here's the deal like joiner lucas i don't know him i just saw him based on this video but i think he did a really really great job and i have a really difficult time shitting on the video because of 
uh, the fact that it was such a, a positive intent. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was trash based on. Um, you said trash? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, did, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. The premise was faulty. I didn't like um, how it almost made the issues that um, people like a, a Trump supporter and a black person. It, like their issues are equal mm. not necessarily that their issues are equal but the white guy is is griping about all the lazy ass black people and it, it's like all the shit that we experience it's like it was equally justified mm. and well, I, I just didn't I didn't yeah. like it I, you know what this is going to be a weird response to what you just said okay. um, <laughs> but I'm going to try to articulate this as best as I can Okay, I think I understand how you felt when you watched it because <clears throat> I like the video um, only because of it, it's like the representation of what each side sees. So how we see or attempt of how we see, you know, white folks or Trump supporters or things like that and then how they see us, right? So mm. I think he kind of hit the nail on the head with trying to portray both sides. But then listening to the guy, the white guy talk, I cringed a little bit because I wanted to be like, well, fuck you. Everybody ain't like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's, we can get into all the numbers and all that type of shit or whatever. But, um, there's a lot of people, regardless of race or whatever, that have those qualities. You know what I'm saying? That he mentioned mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. from his perspective. So I I think I understand how you felt. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that he did a great job with trying to, I guess, give perspective from both. From ends, both sides. Yeah. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Can uh, I? It's going to be uh, a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the quality. It's, it's trash. Be no the content was trash. Mm -hmm. And the irony in your comment, Brittany, to say we are not all like that, but you said how they see us and how we see them. It's, <laughs> because I'm trying statement. to. Wait, a straight black, but, but I, I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. Because so, no, we're not like that. Not everyone's that way, but majority of, of but, but those again, who are racist do look at all again, of us like that. But the thing is, again, when you look at it, there's a lot of people that voted for Trump that's not racist. They, yeah, they may not still, assholes. and they may not see Easy. that. You know, like... The thing is, there were people that voted for him for different reasons. Yeah, very specific. You know, did you vote for Economic Trump? reasons. Hell no. Um, right. Supreme like, if you're making reasons. half a million dollars a year or a million dollars a year, you you hated you, Obama. And, and not only like, that, you vote I'm Republican making a million regardless. dollars a year. You know what I mean? Like, you want somebody that's going to give you the tax break. You know what I mean? So, mm, it right. may not necessarily be about you hating black people. Mm -hmm. It could be about this politician. Hey, he's going to look out for the wealthy. It could be strictly for that reason. So the what I didn't like about it, it was very stereotypical. Like it 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 was a shock value for stereotypes. It's like, okay, here's yeah. some a bunch of stereotypes. Let me grab them and put them together. But do you think that maybe that was his purpose? Oh, absolutely. He wanted to get yeah. likes because he knows he, he knows <laughs> like I'll put it like this. An intelligent person wouldn't give a fuck about that. You know who's sharing this shit? Dumbass niggas. <laughs> it ain't Maybe. no someone with some Harvard degree like oh my god his uh, points were, were oh, white were people phenomenal. are also loving it like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's trash. Who likes it? Like it's white trash that's well, gonna get behind it. It's hood uh, niggas that's gonna get, get behind it. Like it's not really it's not it wasn't progressive. It was regressive. I, I will I will say that it was not something that you could grow from because it's it's definitely something that just highlights again the stereotypes. I commend yeah, I, him for putting it trying to put it together in and what he was trying to show mm-hmm. like two different people no the same I get it table. two I dumb people it. two dumb people okay. going back and forth no, okay. that's basically <laughs> what thing, it was it was like <laughs> a white trash dude and a nigga going back and forth well that and, and then there was I also nothing didn't intelligent feel like, in it I didn't think the black guy's rebuttal was nearly as as good as the white guys. First of all, if I'm sitting and having a conversation with a white person and they're spewing nigga and nigger at one point as comfortably as he was, even though it was a black rapper rapping it, this conversation is going to end. Like, we're not about to sit up and hug it out at the end. I'm sorry. I just can't right. get on board with that. But there was an excerpt from um, Very Smart Brothers that I wanted to read to you guys. And I felt like he really kind of put it into perspective um, in a way that I, I didn't feel like I could articulate. Because I knew so- I, when I saw it, I knew I felt like something. But I was just like, what's why don't I like this? Like, I I think the intent is really good, but I don't like it. So he said it's built on a faulty premise that white people's race related gripes and black people's race related gripes are equal, equally justified and deserving of equal time and attention. They are not. There's no conversation that needs to happen between the races in order to create some measure of truce and race conciliation. The only conversation that um, that can do that uh, is white people talking to other white people to try to find out ways to be less awful to black people let me put it this way how offensive and absurd would it be if instead a black person and a white person having this conversation it was a jewish person and a nazi the analogy works specifically because no one in their right mind would dare something like that we give the holocaust the deserved the respect it deserves we recognize the horror of what happened to jewish people and the evil of nazis but America doesn't give the centuries-long transatlantic slave trade the same acknowledgement. The, the analogy doesn't seem to work because our country doesn't believe it was as serious and destructive and transformative and evil as the Holocaust was. And we still don't fully acknowledge the pervasive residue of slavery and the metaphysical construct and constraint of racism still existing today. We haven't reckoned with the evil and that violence. And because of that, the thought behind videos like I'm Not Racist exists. I actually do appreciate what Joyner Lucas attempted to do here, and I'd appreciate it even more if he read some books and um, some bell books. Uh, Kais Lehman and Kimberly Crenshaw and Ta-Nehisi Coates and Toni Morrison and Derek Bell and tried it again. So, mm. so uh, I, I I think that was really good feedback. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was good feedback, but it was extra as fuck. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. I mean, it is. It is. No, <laughs> because on some real shit. And see, I love very smart brothers, but you know, every sometimes we can get way too fucking deep and way too fucking woke about a four minute video, right? Like the 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 entire construct of race as a whole is way too complex to be reduced into a four minute video. So. Everybody needs to reduce their level of expectation on, on on what they hope to receive from two people rapping, you know, 24 bars 
there's no way that you can explain the pain or the frustrations or whatever in those moments. So the, the entire purpose of it was to create exactly what we're doing right now, which is conversation. And so literally inside of nine hours, it got 9 million views and, and all of us felt a very, uh, core visceral, almost angered, probably internal response when we saw that white guy initially doing because at first I thought that was his voice right I was just like is this <laughs> no I knew is by the way like woman? no that's yeah. what I, I, I what race are you like talking a, about Isaac I thought it was a uh, huh? what you race know? are you talking about what you mean it's only one race it's the human race get your ass out <laughs> it's a human rights right. issue, Isaac. Come on, right, right. So you know, so when I saw him, you know, sitting there doing it, I was just like, man, I said, this is. I said, I said, man, this is making me feel some kind of way, right? Because I was like, and to be honest with you, I almost couldn't even get into the content at first because all I was thinking was, if his voice flips up when the black guy starts rapping, then I'm gonna know that that real. Because at first I thought he was like Action Bronson or something. I was like, wait a minute, is that actually the white guy rapping? Is this like yeah. a new rapper? Yeah, be like, no. He'll be getting chased he, he was through his neighborhood really well. all day. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. A- a- okay, so if we're gonna really talk about what was really dope about it was that white boy actually made the video. Oh, absolutely. He did, he, was he did. Acting. Somebody needs to give off. his ass an Oscar. He needs yeah. to get an Oscar because <laughs> because he actually believes I, the shit. Man, if I see the nigga on the street, <laughs> oh I want to steal off of him right now. He might just Wait, catch a blow. He's like, are you comfortable doing this? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Wait, Isaac, I, have I a think question. it's pretty dead on. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so when the guy was basically explaining, uh, what you know, the fact that black people are lazy and all this different shit and the black guy's response is basically white people are the reason we're lazy. Like that didn't feel shitty to you. The rebuttal left so much and and I and I think that that is even part of why when a lot of people, you know, are critical about it, they're critical about it because the white guy was actually making points and in formulating arguments. And so you're waiting, though, the entire time for when the black guy comes that, oh, he's about to Hulk smash him. He's going to destroy him. And his points were so like he even said something about you don't know about barbecues, right. you don't know about this, you don't know I was about like, that. It's nigga, like what? It's like nigga, that show clapback. Like it's you in a war for the weakest, weakest clapback, clapback of all time. ever, you know. And so I on think your own song, bro, on your own song, right? Like you just got killed on your own song. So I think that when that happened. It left so many of us, we felt let down because the white guy bailed us up and it was like, this black dude is about to destroy him. And he came weak sauce. He definitely came weak sauce for the black guy's verse. And so that, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying that people's criticism against it aren't real. I'm saying that I don't know if there's anything he could have said in 16 or 24 bars that would have made us say, yeah, exactly. Like I don't because I think he could have came a little harder. I mean, he, he definitely could have came a little harder. You know what I'm saying? He did say I should slap the shit out. Of it. Did he say something? Like <laughs> so, I Casey, what right. you're saying is it made the black people like they don't have an argument, right? And right, in a fight. like you, you're talking about. So, it, um, so it like you're quoting Tupac and shit. Like, yeah, that validated everything that he was saying. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was definitely uh And that's why it was hard for me to watch. I was just like Yeah. I mean cuz like I said, in order to really be able to repeat or to rebuttal that, man, your verse got to be as long as roots. No, but but I I get, that's probably what 
very smart brothers were hinting on. Like, mm-hmm. you need to pick up a book or something so you can have a better clap back. Right. Because you validated the white man's argument. But right. that's what I'm getting at, though, is that I'm, I'm questioning, could it have been... If could you, you have reduced... But if even you if you had, had the, the, knowledge, the knowledge, though, like, what could you say... To, to counteract or, or to explain There's a something million that's things so you can complex, say, Isaac. But, in, but not Isaac, in 24 bars. Isaac, are you, the white guy could do it, but the black guy can't? No, what you're no telling me? because the white guys. <laughs> like, there's the nothing white guys more point. he can talk about but barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> because the white guy's point is very Black people easy. are lazy. Oh, well, but have you ever been to a barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit about cooking greens, nigga. <laughs> right. Oh, there you go. Nigga, what? we have over 300 some odd years of content. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the point I'm getting at. He could take five. He no, could take no, it five. Could. No, he could. Because he. he but I think that's what very smart brothers were saying. Like, no, dude, but, pick up a book. No, but see, but see, that's what I'm saying though. If he picked up a book, it, we, there's nothing he could have said that wouldn't have felt incomplete. Everybody would have. Th- there's nothing that he could have said in 24 bars where everyone would have been like, you know what? Absolutely, that's on point. I don't. I don't think it's Isaac, possible. I can write a 16 right now. Rebuttal all that shit. What are and you yeah, talking about? And then, and then, and then, when you write a 16, and we say, "Oh yeah, that's a good point," but man, you forgot these other 80 other points. How come you didn't say this? Yeah, you because well, I only you got had 16 a, you got a, But you saying he made points? What points did he make? No, he didn't. Make <laughs> that's my point. point. No. Like he didn't have one point. That's what very smart <laughs> brothers asked, are trying to he say. Said you didn't know about the barbecue, but that's, <laughs> that's what very smart brothers like. Dude, you might need to pick up like. How is it you know the white man's argument but not the black man's struggle to rebuttal everything the white dude is saying? Like, you need to pick up a book. Like, think about that. Think of this this is why we do black facts. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we know all the white facts. You know what I mean? But we don't know the black facts. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why we have Black History Month, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, and it's only twenty eight days. And we never get enough time to really talk about the totality of black history. It always do, feels But do you know why, though? Because it's about the guns and the butter. <laughs> and the ripping and the tearing. No, nope. we're not doing tearing. that again. The ripping and the tearing. We're not doing that again. This week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me know if you guys feel like something is going to come from uh, this Flynn Russia probe. Nope. Oh, shit. Nope. He already Nothing released a tweet. He released what, a tweet already. We're what happened? Okay, wait. <laughs> For anybody that's living under a rock, uh, ABC's Brian Ross says a source familiar with the matter says Flynn is prepared to testify against Trump, members of his family, Trump staff, and that Trump ordered him to contact the Russians. Ross says Flynn made the decision to cooperate 24 hours ago. What has changed, Omar? Well, here's the fake news, first of all. Uh, <laughs> Trump said... A few months ago, he didn't know Flynn. And today, he's let everyone know that he fired Flynn right away. However, during the transition, he was not involved in anything unlawful. And he's your president. He's your president. So we can move the fuck on. <laughs> um, Have you seen them two chicks? He's your president. He's your president. Oh, them black chicks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what, let's not right. mention their names, but right. they are funny. They, they are. are. They are. They're, They're trolling America. Right. They are trolling for sure. He retweeted it and said, very nice people. <laughs> <laughs> and so are the neo-Nazis. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Everyone's kissing the pool, yes. No, but um, ha hetla. I I I think something's gonna come. Um, but 
you know, I had this thought the other day. I really don't think that I think Trump's hands are clean when it comes to that Russian stuff. Like, because I don't think that he's intelligent enough to pull it off. So I think that mm-hmm. he has handlers around him and many of them will be implicated. And somehow that dude is going to be like, well, he could part slippery as hell. Too, couldn't he? I hope not. I think technically he can. Is that possible? Yeah, he can pardon himself. I think so. He, yeah. he can pardon himself. Like, you know what? You're right. I do remember that. <laughs> okay, no well, biggie. how about this? Do you I excuse you myself? How, how about this? Do you feel like he will resign? No. Before oh, no. he, no, no. before four years? No, no. He would never resign. Interesting. I, I actually think he doesn't his, want the job, though. I, I mean, think he does. He, he's doing some really Here's the thing. Stuff. Here's the thing. Everyone said it. Like, and, and he even talks about it in his book. Uh, the the art of the deal, like mm-hmm. in every other book he's he's written, it he is out for revenge. Mm-hmm. He's not leaving that office till he buries a few people, mm. and the NFL being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one down. <laughs> Y'all Way down me. in the jungle deep. <laughs> where, where lion well, stepped on a signified yeah. monkey's feet. Okay, so I don't know if you guys knew this was happening, but it, I feel like it wasn't major news. But I heard about it, and it mildly blew my mind because it seemed like a stupid decision. But you guys may disagree. Did you know um, Mariah Carey signed to Jay-Z's Rock Nation for management? Mm, I to, did. Management to do what? Uh, she split with her manager of three years, and now she signed to Jay-Z's Rock Nation. It you know what I did know it but it doesn't surprise me because Jay Z is actually signing all the old people like okay. he's like you know let's let's do this like because it's not a not a, not a lot of labels out there taking chances on artists who's you know have been around for a while however that's a huge deal for Jay Z to have Mariah yeah but, Mariah but could, she's Mariah on a downswing get, she sounds horrible now she does but she can go get one of those Vegas deals. Mm. She you know, had like one, I thought, and it ended because she was horrible. That, don't say that. Don't say that. It Why must, not? Nick, Cannon, Nick Cannon must have some shit to do with that. Oh my Mariah God. Blame the black man. You're damn right, because Mariah <laughs> cannot do any wrong but, in my um, eyes. But you could still I'm finished, Brittany. Go ahead. <laughs> I fucking hate you. That's that but, Jameson coming up. But you could still put Mariah in a, in a studio, and she could pop out an album that'll sell. Like, you know, her performing, that's a different beast, but mm. she'll She's still, still a big star. That She's right. a big she star. She can still get in the studio and pop out a platinum album and, easy. And, and I'll say that I'll go on the record. She will always be my baby. You know, just so okay. you know. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, that was very original. <laughs> I know it was a dad joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you laughed, didn't you? See, I'm ready for dad jokes. <laughs> Jesus. You want another one, Brittany? No, not at all. <laughs> He's it's like, Christmas no, time. You. It's oh, Christmas time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting over here looking like a damn child, Melissa. Ew! How? What? <laughs> when he was like, "It's Christmas time," you had to see the fucking look on his face. That He's your president. He's your president. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of music, for the first time since 1999, there are no white male solo artists nominated for best album uh, for Grammys. And people got feelings Whoa. about it. Did you wait? I thought is there was a celebration. There, there, no? Not for not for not, this album. Not, not for 
Right for best for album. For, for best album. Mm-hmm. Right. So which Slim is the Jesus biggest... didn't make it. Make the cut. No, no he didn't. Not this, no. Not this go around. Yep. <laughs> oh news. Jesus, no. Oh Jesus. <laughs> this no. year it's uh, Jay Z's four four four. Awaken my love. Childish Gambino. Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama, Lorde, and 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. Who's going to win, Casey? Who's so, going to win? Bruno Mars! Uh, Bruno, Isaac, probably. who's going to win? Yeah. Isaac, who's going to win? Yeah, Bruno. I think yeah. 444 that was, that was a and... Huge album. I think 444, Awaken My Love, and Damn are too black. Like, they just won't give it to him. Mm. They might give now, it to Kendrick just because he's been snubbed before. But you know, Bruno is. He's I don't know, digestible. He's the, in that it's song. It's all over the world. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it. Like four 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 is not all over the world. Like right, that right. shit is Chicago, New York, and California. I think, <laughs> and I think in Atlanta, the, and in Atlanta, that, right? South, of, <laughs> the, the swats of Atlanta, <laughs> right? Part of that, and maybe too a small part of Minnesota. You stupid. Part of it too is because he only released it on Tidal, which was smart because that's his streaming service. But you know. Not everybody mm. wanted to pay for title to get to it. Oh no! I, uh, I personally didn't have love to pay for, for title to get to that. That that shit went everywhere. It, like people I was, was downloading that shit. They were sitting I was at Dropbox. To fo, fo, fo from my uh, web browser for the first three weeks before oh. I said, "Fuck it, <laughs> let me." I'm going to pay for title. Oh, so you paying for title now? Yeah. Do you I, like it? I love. No, it's pissing me off. Why, I like why? it because it, the songs do this weird scratchy shit and then drop and then go to the next song. So like the streaming is is weird. Maybe it's it doesn't you. stream right. I have never Which had it that me. How do I <laughs> fuck with title? It's an app. You log in and you press play. So what 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 Casey's trying to say is it's your service provider. <laughs> yeah, because cricket I think has yeah. damn <laughs> They limit your streaming. You know what? Let me tell y'all something. She like no. bitch no Metro PCS. <laughs> no. no, can I just I got a new moment nails, I new need, hair. <laughs> right. I need to vent. Okay, so I was with Verizon. Love Verizon, okay? Verizon is the GOAT. The only problem is you get what you pay for. It's expensive as fuck. I right, I had like five lines and that shit was like six hundred damn near seven hundred dollars. Oh yes. And one of the Brittany, fucking you can get was an apartment goddamn... in Inglewood for that. <laughs> exactly. Wait, and and rent the... it out right. to the trappers. And one of the one of the lines was a damn tablet. Okay. So they was staining me for a long time. So I said, fuck it, I can't afford it, you know. So I leave Verizon after like six, seven years and go to Sprint. The worst decision ever. Like Sprint sucks. Ass. Like, I, calls I, drop all the fucking time. Like, I'm steady, like, for a moment, like, when my phone would, like, Bluetooth to my car so I could listen to my music, it would skip. Like, the service was like, uh, thinking about it, maybe. Right. You know, like, I would get so pissed off. Like, I could be on the phone talking, and the call would just fucking drop. Mm. I Okay, so I have Sprint, and I've never had a call drop. It may think about the internet for a second, but that's about is the most issues that I've ever had. I've never had Verizon though, but I also refuse to pay like two hundred bucks for a phone bill. Right, so and you know what? I just you probably deal with it. just don't notice it. Like I notice it. No, I've never had a call because, from Verizon. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's 
Um, if you've ever eaten at a quality steakhouse, then you don't want to go back to like right. Outback. And so basically what Casey is saying is that she only knows Outback. Right. She's she's <laughs> never been to Ruth Chris Fuck and you. tasted what a, a really good, you know, filet mignon tastes like. Because I've only been with Actually, I used to be with Sprint. Uh, and then something happened where, okay, no, let me tell y'all my Sprint story. Uh, do you all recall when they used to have, when we used to have like uh, free nights and weekends and shit like that? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. We used to well, that's really what you had. Worried the, about uh, you had the Primeco phone, right? Get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but honest to God, it probably wasn't that much better, right? <laughs> so um, I took a call at 6.56, right? 6.56. Now, free uh, nights, nights and weekends, the nights begin at 7 p.m. So I was under the impression that at 7, it would flip over and then the remainder of the call would be free. I thought I would no longer get like, False. you know, charged by the minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was not the case with this. OK, mm-hmm. uh, when you initiated the call is it, it will ride out for right, the duration right. of the call. Now, and this was with Sprint. This is with Sprint. They so bitch for those nigga. of you all that uh, have never known or, or if you if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I am what they call loquacious, right? Like I, I talk a fucking lot, and I've had some ridiculously long phone conversations in my day. Um, let's just say that 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 particular night, I ran a tear, and I had a good solid three four hour conversation <gasps> with somebody. It might even been longer, y'all. Like it, I like oh I, my I think God, I was I, I think I was talking to a chick, and we was like in that space where we was. Feeling one another and shit. So, you know, how you just sit on the phone and just, you know, you hang up. No, man, you hang up, oh you know. And we just talking this shit, man. Oh let the conversation God. go. Y'all, that bill came. Man, that shit was damn near about $400, right? Jesus. Because I went over the planned amount. And then because I'm still thinking that, like, you know, I'm calculating my minutes. I'm being safe. Oh, no. So that shit was so much that I think, um, man, it was just, it just, it just wasn't a good month. <laughs> so I, could, I couldn't afford to pay that shit, man. I let that shit go, man. I was like, Hell you know what, yeah. man? It's the Lord right here telling me, man, I need to let this cell phone man. shit go. And you know, <laughs> I don't get service in some places. Like, I'm just angry about the decision. So, like, because um, I have my parents on my line. That's the five lines and my daughter. So I told them, I said, you know, we switched to Sprint to save a few dollars. But fuck this shit. We're going back to Verizon. Mm. Okay, the moment I get a raise in my job, right. the podcast pop off. Right. You know, whatever <laughs> happens, guys. That's why they need to share, Brittany, so they we can get you back on Verizon. So, so you I can, can pay go back Verizon to Verizon. <laughs> yeah, so I can pay Verizon and have top-notch service. Right. And then what's crazy, Casey, um, it ain't even that situation, because I know some of y'all haters out there will be like, well, that's what happens when you port your number over and you're illegally using a Verizon phone with uh, Sprint. Nope, didn't do it. Got the whole, got the S8s through fucking um, Sprint. So mm. when we went over to Sprint, we took the number, but we got brand new phones through okay. Sprint, right? Okay. It's not worth it. Mm. Mm. They're horrible as fuck. If you've got Verizon, stay, figure it out. And here's what's you know, funny. I feel like Verizon knows that. 
and Sprint keep trying to do this. Oh man, we're within ninety nine percent of them. Like Let me you know, you, and like that's that such a that's such an ass hat. That's All right, such guys, ass hat. I can I can have this conversation with you because I came from the wireless industry. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, go I and break swear it down. You, uh, so Omar's worked in every industry there is. Like I have. He's like, so whatever you want to know, I probably know more about it. Like, the fuck? <laughs> I used to work in robotics as well, um, <laughs> but. Back when it they depends it on where you at, right? So, so Sprint never really had a strong presence in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and it really depends on where you at in terms of the service. So, if you're in Chicago, actually, the best service that was in Chicago was U.S. Cellular. Mm. Well, if you were in Chicago, that? but when you when you go to California, you fucked. Mm. You know who don't work in California? <laughs> Let me tell y'all what so, happened. Before, I'm sorry, Omar. No, go, go ahead, because it's your show. <laughs> before, go ahead, Wendy Williams. Whatever. Before, <laughs> before I fucking got with Verizon, I had T-Mobile. I go visit my uncle and them in, um, they say in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. The moment my flight touched down at LAX, my phone went dead. When I got to Pasadena, it was even worse. Like, there were, like, no bars. No bars. T-Mobile, I don't know if things have changed since, but T-Mobile, I just cut my phone off and put the bitch in my suitcase. Mm. I couldn't even fucking use it. I had to use my dad's phone. No, I do do agree with Omar, though. I think each um, Verizon, outside outside of Verizon, I think that pretty much all of them are better in certain areas. No, it's all of them. It depends on where you're at. Like Verizon does not work everywhere. Like really, some people have a bigger presence than other people in certain cities. And just like when you go into rural areas, you're going to have certain providers that. But here's what people don't understand: there's a term that's called colocation, where they're actually colocating on other towers. So Verizon doesn't build towers; they colocate on other towers. Well, they do a great job because I was on a fucking cruise. Remember the cruise we went Mm -hmm. on, y'all? I do. Who was the only one that could text? Me, yeah, and me, yeah. So it's you, you it have Metro PCS, to, right? No, and it worked. <laughs> Verizon. It lets you text over Wi-Fi. So even when there's no service, it was like I could text over Wi-Fi. But the with the but the Wi-Fi on the boat sucked dick. Like it would right. not. It so wasn't yeah, Verizon co-locates on a lot of towers. But they it don't still actually let build me them. Yeah, get mm. messages, and so, that's why they charge more money. Because it's more costly to co-locate than build your own tower. So think about it like real estate. Let's say AT&T actually owns the tower. And plus they allocate different service or whatever. So you're saying Verizon is like Trump? They just slap their name on shit and be like, yeah, man, we got yeah. more coverage or than everybody Or they're else. renting out uh, space on the tower. Well, Omar, it's your president. It's, it's your president. Because oh what God. I'm saying is <laughs> me and Verizon... Now, I will admit, because I, I am paying a lot with these motherfuckers, uh, but recently I've noticed that they've started to kind of reduce their prices because they have to be more competitive because I do think that that Sprint advertising was starting to eat into their profits. And people are like, man, why am I paying so much? I can pay half with Sprint, you know, not only and the, not really care that is much. The, so is the plan cheaper, but they pay for you to cancel your shit. Right. <laughs> Actually, most companies are doing that now, like to move over to them. Oh, they right. Will, like, yeah, help pay for you to move. Verizon ain't doing it. Verizon, but, like, but, either you fuck um, with us or you don't. No, yeah. but yeah, but I, I, don't know, I don't know how we got on this subject. Yeah, I will you tell you, the, there are some places in the U.S. where Verizon is, is horrible. Really? And there's another player in the game that has better service, like AT&T. Like, actually, mo- 
you know what? I'll tell you something about AT&T. Actually, they were great out yeah. here in Phoenix. AT- AT&T. Mm. I- I'm going to tell you something. AT&T. AT&T is probably one of the most reliable networks. And the reason why I say that is because... They were first. Not only were they first, their towers are connected uh, via underground. A mm. lot of them are not like air. Okay. Mm. So that airship falls off all the time. Yeah. But their shit is still landline, so they still have shit running underground. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I can't get service with AT&T in All right, my let's house. move on. I mean, we sound like we got them and just turned into a show about telecommunications. <laughs> or, or, or that we get kickbacks from this bitch. Like, we ain't getting paid for these. Well, well listen, though. I, I will say this much. Uh, maybe we need to go after Verizon so yeah. that we can get Britney back. So maybe that yes. needs to be like, we can bring do a, Britney, a, a hashtag, we bring Britney back, back to Verizon. Right. Bring Britney, Britney, Britney back. back. <laughs> or, or make Britney phone service great again. Great again. Because like that sucks ass. Russell Simmons is stepping down from his companies in the wake of accusations of harassment and sexual assault. Did anyone know yeah. about this? And did you know he was a dirty bastard? Oh, my God. So you crucifying the man? I don't believe it. God damn it. You took okay. a Bill Cosby. You're not <laughs> taking my Russell Simmons. Okay. You're um, not doing it. Let me, me pray read. And we're going to read on. his Brittany. I'm going to tell you his statement. I've been informed with great anguish of Jenny Lumet's recollection about our night together in 91. I know Jenny and her family and have seen her several times over the years since the evening she described. While her memory of the evening is very different from mine, it is now clear to me that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real. While I have never been violent, I have been thoughtless and insensitive in some of my relationships over many decades, and I sincerely and humbly apologize. So, Mm. that doesn't say I raped you, or she didn't say he raped her the wrong way. Um, (laughs) It doesn't say that. He just says, "Okay, um, we remember we were together." We we had a moment and shit didn't go like that. But why would you know, he say it's know. clear to him that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real? Like like if well, you because if you just thought it was some consensual okay. shit, you would not think maybe I did uh, instill fear and intimidation in her. No no no, I don't think that it came. I, I don't think that's him saying that fear and intimidation from him specifically, but just fear and intimidation. Like I don't we don't know. What has been said specifically between why, them two if up it, until now? If it was nothing, why would he step down? Let, hold on, hold on. Before you answer that, let's be clear about something. Russell Simmons is a multi-millionaire. He makes a lot of fucking money and he has a strong legal team. I'm certain of it. If there was not legitimate um proof behind this stuff or potentially several accusers which there has been some chatter of other people who have been victims of his why would he step down from his companies if he felt like he had a case of his own why would he do that well i'll go ahead and comment didn't old girl uh what's her name amanda seals yes. already she comment about it yes, yes she, she did and also i remember i was watching a, a some thing russell simmons and amber rose were on and I, you come on. Russell loves models. He loves fine women. Yep. No big deal. You know what I mean. But Amber Rose walks into the room and he's doing this on television. He is staring at her titties like, damn. Good God. 
And then he looks up at her face and say, oh, nice glasses. <laughs> like, and he's letting it be known, like, them some nice titties. Right. Like, and he's doing this on camera. I'm like, So imagine what happens behind this nigga scene. here. Right. Like, so, you know, it, it, you know it, it, it doesn't surprise me when I heard about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, have you noticed it's only unattractive men that are being ousted? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and and they're usually powerful men and they're wealthy men. It's the way I look at this situation and I get it and a lot of people get this shit confused, right? Like Russell Simmons is or or any one of these dudes, right? They're they're powerful men. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you had a supervisor at work mm-hmm. and your supervisor's giving you the ultimatum to suck it or not <laughs> or you could lose your job. You know yeah. what I mean? Or this person's going to make it rough for you. Right. And you think about it, if you're trying to get into entertainment mm-hmm. and he's the plug. And the only and plug. And the only plug. And he's leveraging leleveraging that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it puts you in a really bad it's situation. So like, up, am I going to yeah. suck this guy's dick? Right. Or am I just going to give up on my career? Because he could black- blackball me as well. And right. that is, like, that is a form of... Of, of basically rape because that is right you know what I mean and like I you're just, you're basically putting them in a position to choose I, I'm just so disappointed I'm disappointed oh absolutely I'm, listen I haven't got over Kevin Spacey yet <laughs> <laughs> and no, now this shit and I, I, okay so before the trolls come out Matt Lauer also got uh, fired as well um, so there's it. a white guy for you before y'all come up in and, and, and his wife yeah and his wife left him Matt Lauer yeah, yeah. His 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 wife left him. She moved oh, out of the wow. house. Yeah, Damn. and like, what I was, nasty. what I kept hearing right. about Matt Lauer was why would NBC react so fast? And what people have to also realize about all of this stuff, and it's similar to what I was saying about Russell Simmons, is that if there was not legitimate proof, because I understand that. If um, that sometimes the court of public opinion can sometimes be so loud that people make rash decisions. But these companies that are conglomerates and they get sued all the time and they have all kinds of things that they're constantly in litigation for. If they felt like they could settle or that they could get out of it, they would do it. But there was proof and there has been proof against Matt Lauer and people like Russell Simmons for a long time. There's been a pattern of it. So there's no way that they just react over some, some some chick just calling them out all of a sudden is like, oh no, we're gonna fire him. Like fuck it. We just don't want to deal. And I and I think the irony of of this whole thing where he emailed Terry Crews and told him that for his case to give the agent a pass. Mm. The mm. irony in that. Yeah. And yeah. he said no one gets a pass. <laughs> Not even you, Russell. <laughs> so, but yeah. you know, uh, I'm I'm the guy who uh, likes to play devil's advocate, right? Um, and I'm I'm I'm. This isn't going to be me playing devil's advocate. Uh, okay, when I play devil's advocate. I, I quote unquote play devil's advocate because naturally I always try to approach a, a situation and intentionally look at it from like two polarizing viewpoints so that I can understand both of them. Um, I can take what's ideal and then I can take what's real and then I can take even sometimes, you know, the transition. Um, I don't want to play devil's advocate with this point meaning because it's it's so important and and there's so much that's going on right now that I think ultimately are going to serve the greater good 
um, I think it's I think it's a, a great thing that many women are speaking up, even the few men that have come forward and, and spoken up about how they've been yep. assaulted yep. in these moments, because I think that this all leads to our overall collective growth as a society. Right. Like like we need these moments. You know, there is there was points where uh, racism or slavery was considered OK. It was justified by the Constitution. And you you need like a almost tectonic type of shift in in society to say, you know what? This isn't right. And then that's when you get, you know, the 13th Amendment. Then that's when you get civil rights and things of that nature. It's, it's a progressive movement to say, yes, what's been considered normal for a long time has really been something that's been absolutely absurd. And now we're going to slowly start to shift society towards something to where, as, as Omar would say, is more progressive. Right. And so that's what's happening right now. And so I, I not only applaud it, but I support it and I never want to do anything to derail it. Um, one of the things, however, that I always attempt to do is to try to add some level of perspective. And it's hard to do that without seeming like you're uh, defending people that probably should be, you know, uh, made an example out of, you know. But the reality of it is, is that there have been certain things that have been. I guess, just a part of reality for so long, you know, and, and, and even to Omar's point a moment ago when he was talking about uh, uh, the post that Amanda Seals made, she even goes in to explain why she didn't say anything about it at the time. Right. Like it was because even though it was something that was wrong and it was something that was fucked up, it was also something that was considered normal. You know what I'm saying? So everyone considered this thing normal. And and so I'm sorry not to you cut know, you off, but just so people are clear, Amanda Seals was not um, attacked by Russell Simmons. She just said he said, um, like, did we fuck? She walked in the room and he's like, did we fuck? So it was just like so, so, an inappropriate conversation. Um, and then it it she she felt uncomfortable uncomfortable about even talking about that so she's saying this is why women feel uncomfortable bringing stuff forward if i felt uncomfortable even mentioning that he said that to me imagine what someone would feel like having to admit that he actually did something so just so we're clear he didn't actually attack or or harass um amanda right and so you know what ends up happening you know after that okay and so to that point um when she says that, you know, she felt uncomfortable in doing that. Okay, so it's not even just about the people that have felt uncomfortable doing it. It's also about a society that's made men feel comfortable with doing it, right? And so the point that I'm getting at is that th this has always been one of what was considered the trappings of success. Yeah. So if you're an unattractive man, you want to get money so you can get women. Mm -hmm. that, that that was your thought process, right? I'm going to get money because the women are chasing the money. And then when I see all these women chasing the money, you kind of feel like, man, I've got this untouchable quality about me. I'm going to do something bold. I'm going to say something ignorant like that because I'm untouchable. And you're used to women accepting it because notice this. Amanda didn't say anything about it at that point because of the power that he had. Let an ugly dude on the corner say something like that to Amanda as strong as she was. She check it immediately. Right. So 
that is but now let me flip it as a man a man sometimes myself who's not rich i will say some shit sometimes that's bolder to someone that i don't care about as opposed to someone that i'm actually trying to get with right like we all kind of check ourselves because we're trying to like or or i might let a pretty girl slide with some slick shit with me but check if another person says something like if I'm not feeling you and a person I think is unattractive says something to me, I'm gonna probably check that. But if I want something from this pretty girl that, you know, said something kind of playful or whatever, like I'll, you know, I'll have the playful banter with her. My 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 tolerance level is probably a lot less with someone else that doesn't have something that I want. You know what I'm saying? And so what was interesting about what Omar said was he said is it's almost like rape because, yeah. They 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 didn't want to have to sacrifice livelihood or they didn't want to have to sacrifice uh, these other elements. But there is something that we have to also understand. There was a choice that was made. See, there is a difference between rape and if someone is manipulating you into having sex. Now, the choice may be something that is hella unfair for you to make. But but we also have to be cautious when we can say these dudes are dirtbags. You know, uh, but 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 were they really doing it against the other person's will or were they trying to manipulate them or using power to coerce them? There's a difference. There is a difference between a dude forcefully forcing himself on a woman and then someone who's attempting to utilize their influence to get them to do what it is that they want to do. I'm not saying that that makes the other person a better person, but I'm saying we, 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 we do have to be a little cautious when we try to draw that line and make someone like Matt Lauer a, a rapist. He's not a rapist. You know what I'm saying? And I know no one is saying this, but I feel like sometimes public opinion can kind of get at yeah. these people and make them. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, there's so a lot of people not, that are doing this our, shit. Yeah, it's, just, it's not that, that, have that, done that, it. that even he, you know, or anyone did rape, you know, but sexual harassment is one thing. And there's there's it's a level sexual there's, harassment. There, there's definitely a level of consent that's always involved. Mm. True. You know what I mean? And, but Matt Lauer has also been accused quite a bit. Just so we're clear, right? And, and this isn't new for him, right? And a, right, and a lot of these people, what they're doing is is this. It's harassment. It's unwarranted. And the thing is, if if you just pull your meat out in front of your coworker, <laughs> that's not rape. No, you know what I mean. That that's it's fucking you know, gross. It's but... unwarranted, and <laughs> and and it's not even sexual harassment because they can walk away. Sure. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you don't have to stay there and watch it either. <laughs> you know what I mean, but. <laughs> It's still Stop inappropriate behavior. Stop victim blaming, Omar. Stop it. No, no, it's not victim blame. I'm just saying you can walk away. However, I'm, what I'm getting at is that if you have to work with this person or they're they're the plug, you're going to be there, and you you're you're going to you're going through some level of of uh, of mental fuckery. You know what I mean? Where mm -hmm. you basically you're in this spot where you like fuck. Like what am I? What what are my choices here? Right. I either try to put up with this person, right, or I go back and live in my mother's basement. Well, you know what I mean? Those are your should, choices. You shouldn't and have I think to make that, that decision. It, exactly, and that's my point. Like right. you know what I mean? Like yes, you could walk away. You know what I mean? But if this yeah. person really wants to help you, then help me. But don't give me the other part. 
either like that you're attracted to me we all know that there's a, a lot of guys that help women out because of how they look you yeah. know what i mean and right. they don't and if you're powerful you're like why should i stay in the friend zone right you right. know i'm rich i'm i'm doing something for you now now and, and that's okay. when you take advantage of of, of, so, of, your, so, of your power okay. now 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 here's what gets interesting now because everything you said i 100 percent agree with and and this this once again it's going to sound like devil's advocate well no, actually this may be devil's advocate because what I don't want it to appear is like I'm discrediting everyone that's coming forward and says anything. I think I think anyone that feels entitled or or like they need to that they should do it. But I will say this much, though. There are. It, OK. In that same analogy, if we remove sex from the 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 situation, people are always being strong armed into making decisions that they may or may not want to make and there's always the choice hey shit i remember when google asked groupon hey i want to buy groupon for a billion dollars groupon's like no fuck you and then google said oh okay well you know what i'll build another service and i'll basically uh obliterate your entire organization right like i'm going to give you an offer that that may be a hostile takeover you can accept it or you can decline it but if you decline it there's going to be consequences right like so all of us in our nine to five deal with this where someone wants us to do some shit that's not in our job description but you either got to do it or you got to get fired you know what i'm saying and so that's what I'm getting at when I'm saying that there's a difference in terms of the choices that people make. Like, don't convince me that a man needed to let someone else grab his crotch in order to be like you, you, you allowed it to happen because there was a there was a response that you could have made you, in that moment. You, you made an unfair decision, but you did make a decision, though. There's a difference between having the ability to have a choice and when the choice is taken from you. Because what I'm getting at is that there are sometimes, I think, where women will go ahead and go for it, like probably similar to the Louis C.K. situation, right? There probably were a few women that saw that shit and kind of just tolerated a little bit because they were thinking, I still want to move my career forward. Or if I do this and then I actually become successful, then you just look at that shit like, you know what? That was a decision that I had to make in order to get to the next level. But if you look up 10, 15 years later, Louis C.K. is still on his skyrocket and your shit has stalled. Now you're bitter because you're like, you know what? I gave this nigga some pussy and I'm still not on. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. He did this to me. And I'm not saying that this is every situation, but I'm saying that I do believe that there are certain circumstances where people decide to make because, I mean, I got a buddy that's a, a, a producer in the game right now. And he told me how it was a woman um, that worked for one of these um, one of these record labels that wanted to give him a placement on like a major album that probably would have changed his career. But she wanted that. Hey. You know, you're going to have to get down. You're going to have to, you know. And he was like, yeah. So uh, moral of the story is I didn't do it. You know, and he's grinded and he's seen some success, but he made the choice. He made the choice to not sleep with this woman. You know what I'm saying? And he saw his, and it, and it his shit suffer. And you know, you know what I, I mean? think but, some but, he, people, but he knows I'm going to stand on my laurels. Right. A, a, as opposed to doing it. And then 20 years later, oh, yeah, uh, so-and-so-and-so that worked for Def Jam forced me to sleep with her or did a, you know, it's, it's like you and made think, that choice. And again, I think it goes back to consent, right? Like Exactly. And I think exactly. a lot of these situations, they it seems like most of the people didn't consent. That not that they force, but they persuaded. 
okay. and that they were put you know in a position I mean? like, in the first place. That's what I think we're failing to talk right. about. Like that, that's the problem, Isaac. Like I'm not saying that they didn't have a choice, but I think it's a dangerous position to start trying to call out all the people who, uh, what, but you had a choice. You could have walked away. True. But there's a lot of situations where you know that the power sometimes it, it's it's make or break and it's like that decision is not as simple as people make it out to be and i and i'll help everyone out i'll i'll give you the how you understand consent if you shoot your shot once and you shot down just drop it anything after that is harassment yeah or it could be considered harassment if you hit on your coworker once and they shut that shit down Move the fuck on. You're no. obviously not that person. Well, type. and if you're going to hit on them, come at them fucking like an adult. Don't pull your shit out. Like, no, no, you can't be pulling your junk out. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said, if you're going to say, you know, you know, there's a difference. You know, you can't come up. You know, here's the thing. A lot of these people, here's the thing. Rich people think they can get away with shit. Right. You know what I mean? In most cases, they can. They, they can walk up and say, hey, right. nice titties. But right. It's like, whoa, like, whoa, 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 right. no. That's a lovely dress you're wearing. Do you mind if I take yes. you out to dinner sometime? That's you know, how you come at somebody. We, I think we should do a, a tequila tales uh, flirting for wealthy men. <laughs> <laughs> and we could actually train them and coach them. That's right. You rape my eyes. I ain't want to see that. You ain't asked me like, hey, would you like to see my dick? If Trey what if, Song. What if it wink at you? What if it wink at you? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I only said that because I know you know you said But what that. if it wink at you and just what? give you a look? Oh, my What's God. Up, boo? No. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Here's the deal. Here's oh, the wait, deal. wait. Here's question, the deal. question, question. Okay, go, go, go for it. If... If someone pulls the pull, Now, listen. The reason why I'm asking this is because I, I hear about a lot of dudes doing this. Like, man, so I just pulled it out. See what she was going to do. Oh, my God. It's, it's, what is that? Is that that's, harassment? Sexual harassment? That's harassment. It, okay, I don't want to okay. fucking see your so, so I forget what okay. it's called. We, so we talked about this, this last week. Hey, but. And, we, and we have. I, I've never done this. Actually, I think it was a few weeks ago, Case. Uh, so I've never done this. But <laughs> I'm going to approach this from two different angles. Oh, One, okay. I would absolutely love it. If a woman walked up to me who was bad and was like, Ike, open up a shirt. <laughs> like, look at these titties. You know, <laughs> like, like, so, so, so women need to what understand. What if she's not good looking though? What if she's not good looking? It depends on how much alcohol I've had, right? She's a four. So, she's a four and she's dirty. And Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the way women are looking at the dude. Yes, like he's, yes, yes. Okay, so great point, oh, because and see, this is and this is the point <laughs> that I was about to dirty. make. This is the point that I was about to make. So to the point that Brittany said, where she's like, "Oh, if you pulling your dick out, da da da." Whoever is your celebrity crush, where you like, if I see this nigga on sight, if you and that nigga are having drinks. Y'all kicking it, y'all having a good time. Y'all start kissing in, you know, the, the car, and he pulls his dick out. You going. You wait, wait, going wait, 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 wait. That's, because I that's clarify the dick something. you want. Right, but I'm going to clarify That's something. the dick you Can want. Can I clarify something? You don't want the dirty. I wanna, right. I want to clarify this real dick, quick. That's a four. Here's what I want to clarify. I didn't want to go there where I wanted to go where it's a dude that you didn't make out with. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... 
a dude like it could be a friend or whatever, and he just pulled a joint out. Yeah. Oh no, that's 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 I reckless. That's what fuck. I mean. Like yeah, I don't no, mean dumb. like that's y'all were dumb. making out, and then that's he just dumb. and then he that's just dumb. went too no, far. Right. Like like no. the, you're in the heat. Of, I'm not talking about like you're in the heat of the moment, and he's just whipping. No. Out. Right. You're like, whoa, dude, slow down. <laughs> dude, no. We just kissing right now. We just kissing. Like no, you no, moving no, too no. fast, boo boo. And he's just like, well, let's get this down in the car. You're like, dude, we're sitting in a '98 Chevy Malibu. You need to relax. You have to calm down. <laughs> right. Okay. So no. that is a good point. Right. That's, I'm talking about like you're point. you have it. You just this. Some let's that's say reckless. Yeah. Let's that's just fuck. say it's it's a coworker. Yeah. That's been extra nice to you. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you want to go to lunch? You think nothing that's of it? That's the epitome of harassment. You know what I mean? You <laughs> think nothing right. of it? He's like that's the epitome. Of he's harassment. like, hey, you might, you want to go to lunch? And I want to discuss some things about work. You know, right. working on this project. And you go to lunch. You sit in the Wendy's parking lot, and he just whip it yeah. out. <laughs> Now what is that? That's sexual harassment, right? Why yeah. Windows. Or could it be considered or, or, rape? Could it be considered rape? No, it's not rape. No, but, it's but, not rape. But it may be assault, though. It, it I, is I, assault. I think it, it is assault. assault. I, I do think that is sexual assault. I didn't assault. fucking agree. And to pulling this. out small fries I in the drive No, I think we need to look into the definitions of everything. I don't I even think know if should. that's assault. Because if you don't put, I, I put your hands, on, if you don't put your hands on somebody, I don't know if it's assault. Well, see, no, no, no. But see, but see. There's oh, verbal that's assault. Good, though, I think I think I think assault is intention. Then the actual action would be battery. We like, can we like can, the yeah. physical. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's possible. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. He's right. He's, right. he's right. He's right, Casey. I think I think that's sexual battery as opposed to sexual assault because I think assault is something where someone feels assaulted. Yeah. Right. And so and like verbal assault, right? Yeah. Like you right. weren't hitting me. But you were, you Verbally know, because I, I exactly. Yeah, so, okay. we do need to pull up definitions. Something like that. Though, we, we, that's fine. Yeah, we yeah. we don't have to count on that. But either way, well, let's make that clear. That's if, clear. if you don't pull your that. dick out randomly, you just sexually assaulted hey, question, a woman. I got a question for both Casey and Brittany. Ooh, this is good. All right, you had a concert. Okay. They invite Trey you back. Songs. Oh, whoever. No, I'm, I'm you're joking. In, I'm joking. You're I'm in the. You're in the. You, you get invited to the the VIP room. Michael oh, B. Jordan and you guys oh. are sitting in the back of the room. And Shamar War walks in. And he drunk and he pull his dick out. Like, no, no, no. what is that for Casey? You got to say Michael B. Jordan. Okay, Michael B. Jordan for Casey. Uh huh. And he just pulled the joint out, or Shamar Moore, whoever. No, Shamar Moore gets no, no, no. That motherfucker was on tape. We talked about this with the transsexual. Oh my god. Okay, oh, it doesn't matter it. who Stop. it is. Stop. <laughs> the question is: Here's the question. What's the, what's the question? Do, does he? Do they get a pass? That's the question. No. Scarlett Johansson gets a pass from me. Your dude. It, oh and you, okay, so <laughs> what if it was Wendy Williams? I did she get a pass? <laughs> <laughs> For me, no. So, do they get a pass? Do they get a pass? It's not necessarily just a simple question. It's not necessarily that they get a pass, but Michael B. Jordan, I would do it. Like I want to fuck. Like so no, 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 no. Like, not saying you have to do anything. I'm not I even saying do. you have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, thank you. Right. Thank you like bend over. Out. Like I didn't have to you ask like you. Bend over. Like, <laughs> you like shit. We naked here. Let's get naked. <laughs> shit. We do. Oh, we get naked. <laughs> You didn't say that. But, but, now I'm naked. Sorry. Okay, so let's let's use someone else for you, Casey. Okay, because okay, let's I say Shamar get... Moore. Let's say Shamar Moore. He come in. He just whip it out. Um, you don't have to do anything with him. You don't. Which and is the I question. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I right, wouldn't do but which? But I, would, would you, would you would file know, a police report on him? Would, would you file a police report? <laughs> I wouldn't file a police report, but it is inappropriate. Uh, for him to do but that's the thing like women we're put in these situations regularly unfortunately but my and they're question not is they're, uh, my not question, a crime right but, but my, my question is would you go after him hell for no. doing it 
No. No. My thing is, the reason why I wouldn't is because, okay, here's the deal. Okay, Trey Songs. Let's just throw it out there since Isaac want to keep bringing his ass up. <laughs> okay, I'm at a Trey concert. I get to go backstage to meet him. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited. And then he walks in and he drops his drawers and his dick is there. Okay, like all exposed. I'm going to tell him like, wow, you know, no, I'm sorry. That's not what you hear. How, you hear how but, slow that no was like she just. <laughs> you're going to be like, no, <laughs> no that's not but what this is. But would you file charges against No, because. And, and here's what I'm getting at. And, and here's what I'm getting at. It, it, it goes back to the conversation early. Yeah. Like if it's someone you would most likely be feeling. No, no. And that's if, why the whole consent thing it, comes if, into play, Even if right? it was Jeezy. Like, say, for instance, if it was Jeezy. Like, what? you know, I got Jeezy. You got a thing somebody. for Jeezy? No, but I'm just thinking of somebody that I'm not a real big, like, fan of or whatever. Okay, it's Jeezy. And he pulls his dick out. I'm still going to be like, uh, no, this what is not What if it's Mike that. Tyson? Oh my god! I don't even know what that, that was. The most random gonna, choice. I'm just going. <laughs> would, no. would you file charges? <laughs> no, because listen, listen. I wouldn't file charges because to be because that's an iron mic. No, and eventually no, he gonna listen, get out. No, listen. For a Bukin lot of like give me no. something real. For a lot of celebrities, for a lot of celebrities, that's everyday life. Like right. they may be. Um, mad forward and aggressive to some women who who are not in that element like like a me or like a casey but there are some women that their goal is to fuck them like their goal is to get in the room track them down and pull your dick out because i want to fuck so that that could be just them saying like okay i'm ready to fuck it's not a pass at them doing it but it's one of those things where it's like no now if i say no this ain't that put your dick up wow and then you still walking around the room with your dick out and then you like trying to talk to me and you still got your dick out after i didn't told you to put it up that's a different problem so so okay let me tap in real quick because um you know a a, a couple I, I can't even remember i was i was talking i was talking to a friend of mine recently and they were telling me about how uh they used to hang out with i'm not even gonna say his name i'm gonna put him on blast but it's it's an entertainer uh that we all know be out there who are kelly i'm not gonna say names but right uh (laughs) anyway so they was like he he pulled that move oh he pulled that move with her right like people around been boom pulled it out (laughs) and and apparently you know he's endowed from what she said right and she was like she just kind of played it off like man boy put that up you know what i'm saying like boom you know what i mean and apparently he put it up rest of the evening went went on the way that it went on. Now, I want to first and foremost say that that was the most ridiculous shit for him to do. I also want to say again, I've never done it because I not only was I not raised that way, that's just not the way I'm fucking wired, right? Right. But I've also said that in that moment, he presented her with a choice. And a lot of times the, the, the choices that people make are are in many cases uh, predicated off of past success that they've seen when doing this thing. And it also means that he hasn't been reprimanded about that enough. And so it becomes a part of culture. And so when something becomes a part of culture, you know, right and wrong sometimes is subjective, right? Like we know, I mean, we got 10 commandments right and wrong, but outside of that, everything else is great. 
you know, and, and, and what I love about this discussion is <clears throat> we're even pointing and picking out how it shifts depending upon whether or not you wanted that person to do that thing you know what i mean now i think overall it's wrong but like casey said i mean she's being playful tongue-in-cheek but like you know michael b jordan does something bold and you and if you really wanted to go there in that moment then that was the perfect thing for him to do it was wrong in every other situation but tonight it was very right right like right. In, in a sense of he succeeded and so that's why i was like even it, it gets complex it in conversation i mean in in, in, t- in terms of our interaction when we're trying to say especially in hollywood because because right. this has been a part of hollywood like bill cosby did some fuckery and some creep shit but i'm gonna <laughs> tell you this much if we were rocking with bill back in the 60s before the internet before niggas was woke and you and you and you get into this new realm where people are doing weird shit it becomes the norm like right. back in rome they were like the rich people that were like uh, the upper echelon. They were doing weird shit all the time that the commoners didn't have access to. So the only reason that we're dragging Bill Cosby is because we're commoners, not a part of that world that they're in. That's a part right. of drugs. Uh, and oh yeah, we drug women. We do. Well, this. I'm going to stop you there Wait because no one gets a pass. He drugged you know, it was them okay and to, fucked them. Exactly. Listen, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm not wait, saying wait. it's not right, but I'm saying it was just as wrong back in the Rome days as it is now. But it's been a part of society. But again, okay, we where, 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 where people was, were fucking but I with think him, one they of the knew what that was. As Bill Cosby didn't have consent, like. Oh, that no. wasn't normal even then. You're basically it roofing. Then. It's like Damn. roofing somebody. Yeah, like I'm roofing not, was no, illegal I'm back not. then. I think. Like, okay. No, that wasn't. The I don't thing. want you all to think that this is a justification. What I'm saying is that what we're seeing now is that it wasn't only Bill. I think we. Oh, there were I, I plenty think we'd of people be surprised. There were plenty to find of rapists. How many creepy. people oh, are yeah. doing it yeah, yeah. in that realm? Oh yeah, oh, there's. Yeah. I mean, pedophilia is big in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like exactly. But they're covering that shit up. Exactly. Okay, so everybody. Okay, it's it's because if we get back on Bill, we we got a whole two episodes on Bill. Okay, um, and my heart's still broken, so this is a, a wound for me. But no, like the whole pulling your, your shit out, the whole dick in a box situation. Okay, you know that song put, even put though the popcorn. Me, right. it's, it's my it's, dick it's in the box. It's dick in the box. About that, Justin. We just right. talked about Justin. That fucking song is. Hilarious. It's classic. It's hilarious. And we but, laughed, but it was rape right. culture, wasn't no, it? Step listen. one. Cut a hole in the box. <laughs> hole in the box. Sorry. Step two. Put, put your my junk, junk in, in that in box. The box. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, the the thing is, is um it, it's again, it's all about consent. And for a lot of these entertainers and a lot of these men, these are, this happens with everyday men too, like who are used to exactly. women falling all over them and them just getting their way or even just having their pick of the litter. So Tell to me speak. about it. Tell you know what me I'm about saying? It. It's hard out So here, for a lot of men, <laughs> they have that gesture. I've heard this numerous times. I've never had anyone do it to me. Praise God. Right. Um, but at the same time, I've heard other women have this thing happen where they're at some guy's house they're having dinner she gets up looks out the window man you got a nice view turns around 
dick is out. Yeah. Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You said whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, Hold whoa. On. But wait, right, wait. Like, wait, when is it the perfect time to pull it out? It's uh, well, right. I, in my opinion. Not my when opinion, you're watching movies, right? No, like, listen, like, well, no, but that's am, am of I, when you do it. Like, that's when you do if it. If y'all but, Netflix and chilling, it's. Because we're trying to help out the rich, there's rich people. Okay. There's right. cues that women get. There are there's cues. Some women, there's some women that just know what they want. So in mm. order to get your attention, they show on a titty or got the smallest little dress on or, or they actually say, Hey, I want to fuck. You got a couple moments, you know, let's That's, do this. I love those women. <laughs> but yeah. then I've you got other them. women. I've never met them either. Yeah, like me who neither. says that? But then you I, that's have, why I said I love them because it's like loving a unicorn. But, but, but it started somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So I you know, fuck. Oh, really? you oh, really? know that there, these Nicholas women do exist. It right now. <laughs> but, um, but, um, no, but then you have some women that just, they give cues and it's like, you know, they'll be extra flirty or ex- extra touchy. My whole thing is don't touch me. I think if we I all touch you. To yeah, what if we I touch you, for. like if I'm like hanging off of you and I'm like rubbing on you and shit. Yeah. Cause I don't touch people mm. like, you know, like, but you that's like, not my uh, thing. What's his name? Uh, uh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. You don't want to shake hands. <laughs> <And> but, <laughs> but it's a cue. It right. Is it my is my personal cue. So listen. Okay. Hold on. All right, hold listen. on. Hold on. Omar, real quick. That. Let me just Go say ahead. one thing about niggas that, or anybody that pulls their dick out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anybody that just pulls their dick out unsolicited. That usually <laughs> never solicited. <laughs> a dick pull. It's, it's no, not no, no. But there listen, are girls listen. that say, "Let no, me see it." There are girls that say, "Let me see it." Yeah, you may you may be in a situation where right. you know you're on the couch, y'all been kissing, or you know it's getting real romantic, whatever, and then he and just pulls just the shit him. out. Right. So that's normal. But a nigga that is y'all just in the car having a regular fucking conversation, and Wendy's and, like Omar said, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, on and, the business on you, nigga. And, 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 and you pull me, your dick out hold up you pull your dick out that usually means that you ain't got no game because uh-huh. any dude that I've ever had because I have had somebody pull their shit out on me before and it was just <laughs> fucking random and shit and I'm just like why is your dick out like I was like, so great Casey you, <laughs> you should like, have started dude. this conversation with that shit right, right there like oh. okay you guys so FYI so FYI I've had uh, a guy just pull his dick out randomly uh, right. so let's talk about Matt Lauer <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> like <laughs> so I I, I, I'll share this story with you guys okay. she's like I was Sitting in a Pizza Hut, <laughs> where the general manager walks over with the breadsticks, <laughs> and he's like, "Would you like a side of dick with the breadsticks?" <laughs> and she's like, uh, "I need to speak to your boss." And he's like, "I am the only boss here." <laughs> now, do you want a side of dick with the breadsticks, or can I offer you some cheesy crust? <laughs> and you're like, I'm calling the police, right? <laughs> But no, I think that I think that um yeah, that's the thing. Like it, if it goes past just like the situation with your friend when he pulled his dick out and she was like, "Oh, put that up." If he was like it ain't going to suck itself. <laughs> if he like I shouldn't be laughing I'm not going to take you home if you don't put your hands on my dick. Like if he forced it, mm-hmm. then we have a real problem. This just went from zero to motherfucking Nine one one, nigga. You just this cut is, it off, right? You just, just cut it you off. You just went off, like totally Octavia. Right. Now, everybody gets, you know, has their moment where they get rejected. And to me, for some men who do that shit, that means number one, you get a lot of pussy because this shit must have worked before for you to keep doing this shit. It's working on someone. 
It's working. And, and, you know, you and I think some people are out. nasty. I remember there was this dude I was in school with, and I think we were in like the fifth or sixth grade. And Damn. this nigga be back there with his dick out. Like, and he'd be sitting there like rubbing it in class, <laughs> looking at girls, and I'd just be like, Does he have his dick out in math? That is two plus two is four. <laughs> minus three. Quick math. My dick out. <laughs> Man's not hot. I'm like, dude, and he would do it all the time. And he used to try to hook up with girls all the time, but he was managed as a boy, but no one's ever told him that's not right. Oh my and I don't God. know if he's still doing it. He could be. Yeah. He could be a Hollywood agent right now. Right. Like, like, shit. You know, in Hollywood, they let you pull your dick out? Oh. Right. And he's that like, is, you mean I can be totally myself? Right. But he, I've seen this dude do it since a young age. And I'm like, you, you think that's okay and no one's told you that's not okay. Right. And I think a lot of, a lot of people have been told that that's not okay. But I think if you have that, that mindset like this is what i want to do and you put a little money behind it like shit you're gonna do you and you will get put in your place and i and i'm glad that people are speaking out and i think guys should put their guys in check like Mm -hmm. if you're we're working with any one of these dudes and you see them doing that shit it goes back to the conversation i think we had on the podcast before when you if if you're friends with mike vick and you see this nigga down there fighting dogs you know he's a millionaire. You're like, nigga, are you crazy? You're a dog fighting in your basement? This is going to come back to bite you. Right. It's the same thing. Like, you check your guy. Like, you see your guy doing some reckless shit. Like, dude, listen. You rich, man. And you, I don't know if it's cool if you be pulling your dick out. Right. You might want to stop doing that because you could lose all of this shit. Right. And, right. and first of all, you should be a fucking gentleman. You're a rich guy. Setting a fucking example. Right. No, right. no. Power gets into them. and I don't they, like that. And they they lead with that shit. Like power drives everything. Drives the conversation. It drives their mannerisms. It drives the conversation. Everything. It's just it's one of those things where, like, okay, I make big moves. I'm a great negotiator. I can I can talk anybody into a deal. This shit translates to women. So I'm gonna be just as aggressive with women. I'm gonna get what I want. There's some women that they will run into that eats that shit alive. Loves that shit. But then you got others that are like, bitch, I go to church on Sunday. Like, get the fuck out of my face with that. Like, no. And then, again, like I said, here we go. That's the rejection. Okay? But then, when that woman says no, get the fuck out of my face, and you persist, this shit just went from zero to a thousand. It it got real. Like, niggas get a little power, and they think they James St. Patrick. Oh. (laughs) James. Well, Omari. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, what what you trying to say, Brittany? If he I'm pulled the joint out, if he pulled the joint out, <laughs> nothing. I'm a uh, Christian uh, woman. Oh yes, you are. <laughs> I'm a Christian woman. Well, well, I'm listen, be like, you guys. Uh, Omari, uh, put your dick up. We gonna go ahead and get into this topic. everyone this is Casey Alana and this is Brittany <laughs> you sure <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. and we're back with another installment of the tequila tales unleashed podcast where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist I'm here with our special guest mr. Omar Tromar Jones 
She's your queen to be. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Omar. That was, you know, that was actually I, pretty good. Uh, I do what I can for the people. I do it for the people. I understand my privilege, and I do it for the people. Appreciate that. And the greatest host of all time, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the know-it-all himself, and the producer of this very podcast, Mr. Isaac Paul. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, even though I don't think I'm doing an excellent job at producing tonight. But let's 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 move. Oh, forward. it's about to be this podcast <laughs> about to be a shit show. No, it's don't say that. It's been pretty good. Show. Question: Can I legally change my name? Yes. Mm. Can we want to change it to? Gang gang. Gang gang. gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it's done. Gang gang. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who aren't aware, we do drink on this podcast, so keep that in mind. Um, and we're also recording by Coastal. I am in Phoenix and Omar, Isaac, and Brittany are in Chicago. So it's very cool that we continue <clears throat> to bring you this shit. Excuse me. Uh, could you... Gang, gang. I'm gang, sorry. gang. Gang, gang. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> oh, er, Isaac, gang, gang, and Brittany are recording <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> so it's very cool that we can uh, bring it to you guys every week. I did want to point out a couple of... Actually, just one of the uh, listener comments that we got. Because a couple of them are really long, which is really sweet. But this one was sweet. Um, this is from JoJo. I'm not going to read her whole name, but... She said, I've listened to the Fake Love podcast at least six times. I can't stop laughing at Omar. This is the type of nigga uh, segment. My boss keeps asking what I'm laughing at. I can't stop laughing long enough to tell her. Omar is going to get me tossed out of this office. I've asked all my friends and family to listen in. My cousin is hooked. She works the night shift and you all help her get through it. Keep doing what you do. So thank you, Jojo, for listening. And that's flipping hilarious. I'm sure that the listener that he was referring to does not love it, but uh, it was hysterical to the rest of us. (laughs) And and thank you for sharing it with all of your friends as well. Right. Because caring is sharing. Or sharing is caring. I can't remember exactly. Sharing which is one. caring. Is that, how does that go? Sharing I think it's is sharing, sharing is caring. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Omar is a fan favorite. Uh, Omar specifically. I'm sorry, Gang Gang. Do you have a black fact today? Oh, you want to jump right into the black fact? I mean, if you got one. Wait a minute. Hold on. I need you guys to start staging these black facts a little bit better. So I need I need y'all to just make it like okay. So. The black fact is always after the opening. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is this is going to be a new thing now, where it's always after the opening. So far, that's kind of how it's. Gotcha. We haven't talked about it like that, but okay. So just so I can know, okay. uh, When I do the editing, here's the black fact. Yeah, because I don't think we ever had placement for it. It just randomly come up (laughs) in a conversation. Uh, Before Omar I thought he was just giving us some nigga shit. Just because y'all don't know, just because y'all don't know, don't meet Omar. Omar fuck. thought he was wait. giving us some nigga shit. He was like, "Oh no, hold on, oh no, wait a minute." Wait, what's the show back. about today? Did we talk about what the topic is today? Not yet. Mm. It's about uh, connecting. 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 Libya. 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 Connecting. I'm. I'm gonna keep it light because I'm. I'm gonna save the deep shit for Black History Month. Okay. White Guilt Week. Yes. Which I think I need to move that to a to like another month. Okay. Maybe after Black History Month, like maybe the first week of March. Gotcha. I have White Guilt Week, like in the first week of March, and I think. 
you know, just so I don't want you to think you got off easy. Like, <laughs> nope. It's the remix. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. It's, it's not but hey, racist, it's, I'm feeling you. Hey, you do the things you do. When you tie ropes in the news. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the freestyle. That's the freestyle of them. Now you being ignorant. Now you just being ignorant. Ig- you're just freestyle. being ignorant. All right. Uh, I, you know, I like this guy. I don't know if you guys heard of him, and probably not, because I don't think niggas watch NASCAR, right? Or niggas okay. ain't into racing. <laughs> but have you heard of Lewis Hamilton? No, no. Maybe. He has been crowned Formula One's world champion for the fourth time in a row. Like, he is the Michael Jordan of car racing. He is considered the greatest car racer of all time mm-hmm. and he's black nice and right now he drives for mclaren i believe but you know he's he's a he's actually a really good looking guy what do you think oh look at him and he yeah. has plenty of charities but isn't that crazy like you wouldn't think that a black guy would be racing i've never <laughs> cars even around tracks <laughs> no. he's a smooth dude yeah very smooth and uh i would say definitely look him up follow him like he's doing a lot of he's he's, he works on a lot of global initiatives like he's a legit clean cut guy like great guy but again he is the michael jordan of car racing the like which i think the other black fact we had with was was the uh, kentucky derby which (laughs) which i think is hilarious so it's only right that we go with uh mr lewis here so Yeah, yeah. I like so it. check him out and, and ladies go ahead he's he's a good looking guy have nice. at it <laughs> <laughs> well thank he's you Omar racing that was hoes. very awesome <laughs> he pulled um, his joint out he pulled right, his joint so out in the race car <laughs> <laughs> ladies let us know if you're going <laughs> let us know if you're going please please because clearly he comes fast um so I'm we're talking wow that was cheesy that was, wow. that, was, that, was that was like a perverted dad joke no that, that was, was a stepdad joke yeah. that was a stepdad joke you stepdad joke stop it i'm sorry go ahead all right um no we're talking about connecting today um, and I, I think that it really, first of all, I've been starting to listen to Oprah's super soul mm. conversations, um, at night just to, you know, add some uplifting stuff to my podcast lineup. Cause I usually listen to things that are mainly entertainment. Um, and this particular one, she had someone on and they were talking about shame, but then also a uh, connection. And she gave a very uh, beautiful definition of what connection means. And I wanted to share that. So this may be a little bit heavier. Not really. I mean, we're not going to spend a ton of time on it. But I think it is a really important topic because people, I think as of late, are kind of jumping into things for certain reasons that are not as um, important as actually connecting with somebody. So... Um, The definition that she gave was that connection is the energy that is created between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, and when they can give and receive without judgment. Um, 
So it stuck out to me because I felt like like we're jumping into relationships and creating partnerships, sometimes in a permanent way, you know, having children or getting married or whatever, without actually connecting with that person. Um, And I know it sounds crazy, like, of course, you connect with them. But with that person, do you feel seen, heard and valued? And I don't think that that's always yes. Um, So I don't. I don't want to put your current relationships on blast because they may listen to this podcast. Um, So feel free to leave out your current relationships, you know, you guys. But with your exes, do you feel like you've ever established true connections according to that definition? Her name was Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Monterrey, Mexico. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to be real and give people these jewels and he talking about random ass bitches that aren't even real. Um you you know know what? I don't mind. Um her eyes were (laughs) lit like the sun. Body bountiful, like the curves <laughs> oh my God, in Africa. So stupid, Brittany. <laughs> I don't mind because you know, you know, I, the only way you can grow is if you acknowledge your shit. But anywho, <laughs> no, I definitely think that. Um, okay, with my current relationship, my current relationship has actually um, shown me that maybe my connection with my previous relationships didn't really exist. Um, and it's kind of crazy because of how the current relationship kind of began, like our foundation and how we did connect, how we developed our connection um, was extremely mental, like in the very beginning where my previous relationships kind of started fast. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you realize you like this person. They like you. You guys start dating and then it just kind of moves really fast. Like you don't really take the time to sit and communicate the right way. You know what I mean? So you miss a lot of different things or a lot of great nuggets in the very beginning that will help you sustain in that relationship. So my current relationship after, hell, I want to say maybe after about four or five months of us like you know, talking and communicating and getting to know each other, it was way more intense um, in our beginning on that level mentally than it was with any other relationship, which now it's, Mm -hmm. you know, three to four years in and we're still the same way. Like as far as our connection, like nothing's kind of died down. And it's it's almost like I've been Mm -hmm. waiting for the change because a lot of people say, you know, all newness wears off or, you know, that suspense and all of that stuff that you have in the beginning, Mm -hmm. that'll wear off. And I've been anticipating it, but it just hasn't happened. And that's because the way that we created the shit, like the way that it, it began, it's still that same way. Like we still are, that connected like to each other as far as um our communication and how we deal and handle each other okay but question do you think that uh because you brought up past present but do you think that there's a growth period as well that that you have or where you are now you know like you know maybe you know in the past Maybe it was you, you know, or maybe mm. it was them. Like, or maybe you guys weren't really progressive, just in your thinking as well. And you know, when you're young, you like it, it, it's the attitude that you know everything. You know what I mean? Like you, you have all the answers. And I think 
the older you get, the lot more understanding you become, and a lot you're a lot you're you're able to allow more information in and other opinions in. Whereas you're young, it's like it's my way or the highway. Right. No, mm. most definitely. Like I'm not gonna. Um, okay, I'm gonna challenge you know, that in a moment, though. I'm gonna challenge that. I'm you not ain't challenging gonna... shit. Well, I'm challenge that shit. <laughs> The hell you talking? I'm about? gonna challenge the hell this out of that shit. This ain't that type shit. of show, please. I'm gonna challenge that shit. This ain't a debate. Okay, <laughs> calm down, my niggas. Calm down. This ain't up oh for God. debate. Jesus, I'm not going to. This is a fact. <laughs> this is a black <laughs> fact. This is a gang gang fact. You so stupid. I'm not gonna try to put you know like sugar on shit and try to pretend like you know I, I may not have been a problem or two in either one of my previous relationships that didn't work, you know, um, most definitely. I think that even with my current relationship, as you move through relationships with, you know, friends and also people that you are intimate with or what are like on some type of romantic, you know, realm with, you know, you learn and you move differently the next time around. So I will say that from those two relationships and understanding how it failed in, how non-communicative we were and how some of those big things that define relationships, how that shit was so flawed with this relationship. I did. I moved a little differently. Same with him. He moved a little differently. Like we handled shit a little more delicately than, um, than we probably have before. So let me ask you a question. Cause, cause I think one of the things that, you know, you have to really understand when you, when we go back to the topic and just connecting and and being seen, heard and judged, etc., like it's self awareness. Most definitely. So, what are you bad at in relationships? <laughs> yeah. Because if you say you're perfect, no, not you know perfect. I mean? <laughs> no, not saying I'm you perfect. Know, so it's like uh, self awareness is, is comes with growth. It right. comes with progress. Right. So the question question would be is, what are you bad at in relationships? Well, for me specifically, um, being um, being aware of kind of like um, where I go wrong in, in my specific relationships, I talk myself like into like, have you all ever heard like a comedian say like, you, you know, because your girl kind of argue with herself and amp herself up. Right. That's me. Like I gas myself up like I won't come to you like if I got a problem I'll be like oh okay alright I understand like and then, do, oh, you, do, do you do no, you I don't even go do you, you I'm like alright I get you I got right. it right it's cool you say it's cool it's cool you know and then, then, you, and the then you leave out of the room and then the you car. come back in first of all nigga so he, you gonna that's, that's what he gonna say to me he think it's a game he think it's a game in so you eat some right you eat some right he think it's a game he think it's a game I'm not out here playing these games what okay I know what I'm gonna do I know how I got them so I had to uh, calm silly. that shit the fuck down um, a lot <laughs> with this with this go round and allow him to mm-hmm. allow him to be honest and allow him to talk to me and allow him to give me what's what's real versus me creating the shit on my own because one of my biggest things is you're not gonna make me look stupid so I don't do public arguing I don't do hollering and screaming mm. even if we in private really I don't want you, you don't do feel- no arguing and screaming no. even in private even in private didn't you tell us that you like makeup no. sex at, on one of the past podcasts no I mean 
Arguing. That don't mean you're arguing yourself. and screaming. So you, when was the last time you raised your voice? Really, I, I, I don't like the fact that both of y'all was like, "Oh, that don't mean y'all." Y'all got extra woke on me. Just <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> no, make a, I, was, I was trying to rouse the bar, and y'all was like, "No, no, no, nigga, no." <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all shut me no, down it, way we too. Grow. I, I ain't trying to kid you. I'm trying to adult you. Is all I'm I, doing. I, I yell at my kids. <laughs> You yell at the kids? Yeah. Oh, that's child abuse. That's at, okay. That's not she cuss at the kids. She cuss I mean, at the kids. I yell kid. at my kids. And that's the thing, too, because, see, here's my deal, right? We're adults. One of my but biggest... But it's okay to yell at kids? No, no, no. <laughs> One of my biggest things is I'm, I lead the way that I kind of want you to treat me. So that that's one of those things that you get when you're a kid that I have literally... I I still put in practice till today. Okay, so if I'm in a relationship and I want you to treat me a certain type of way, I'm giving you that energy, like because I'm gonna do you that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if me yeah. not screaming and yelling at you is because I want that shit reciprocated, nigga. You don't want someone to yell at you. Do not motherfucking yell at me. I have a I have a dad. I have a mom who still does yeah, that I shit. I don't play that. You. My parents listen, don't yell at me. Listen, okay. Oh, really? You do that's not. What, that's what you do, Casey. Do My mama don't even yell at what? me. Right. My oh, mama yell, don't yell stop at me, bro, bro. First bro. of all, first bro, because bro, I don't want to hear that. Oh, my daddy don't do this, bitch. You don't even know who your daddy is, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, <laughs> that's why oh, he didn't do the shit. Oh, so you got daddy? <laughs> I don't know who my daddy that's, is. That's so like, funny. Oh no, I was being. So, yeah, so that's the reason why because I'm not gonna treat you like I I do a, a, a kid. Not saying that it's right to yell at the kids, but you know they they jump right on that nerve and they my they my kids. So, but I get I get. What you're saying, like sometimes kids, they do get frustrated. They get frustrated, and they don't and I, know better, and you know you don't know any other way. And it's to not like yourself. I walk in the house but yelling an adult, and screaming. Right. It's it's during a disciplinary but situation. Ask, but but let me ask. I think that I think you made a, a a really good point. You you treat people the way you want to be treated. Like so, let's get back to that and off the kids. You know, <laughs> for a second. <laughs> but you are self aware. Yes, you know where you're bad at in a relationship. Yeah, because I pause. Like, okay, there you go, Brittany. Calm the fuck down. Ain't nobody say nothing about no hoes. Where you get the hoes from? Slow down. So yeah. you you start having a conversation with yourself. Yeah, it happens. And then you have to stop yourself from having a conversation with yourself. I have to stop myself from assuming and creating a narrative that's not there. Mm. Mm. So I'll, I'll, I'll write the story. I was always creative. You know, creative writing was my shit. So I can sit in the car and argue with myself and create a whole fucking scenario. Casey, no. Girl, I be putting shit together, don't I? Shit. You like that, yep. that dude from Split. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> Brittany. That was Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think as, as human beings, and it's not just a woman trait, even though men try to make it that. It's not because it is because I didn't. Trip. It's not. I know a nigga right now that can read me what the fuck I've been doing for the last three years, and me and him don't talk. Really? Who is due? Now, fuck with you. That's your boy. Is that your boy? Is that your man? Is that your man? That's that nigga. Both of y'all get clapped we, up we when right. I come back here. Yeah. Both of y'all get jumping to conclusions. That's that nigga jumping to conclusions and creating a situation that doesn't exist. So men do the same yeah. thing, but it's just that as women, we're a bit more emotional, so we show it more. Like mm. men, y'all will sit there and y'all will have that conversation with yourself, and then it'll come out here and there in the argument, and you'll be like, where the fuck you get 
Who is Who the fuck is Steve I don't know him Like where you get that from But the problem's <laughs> so big We never stay on the fact That you just created This whole goddamn Fictional ass story mm. Around what the fuck I've been doing yeah. Well that's jealousy too Like and Insecurity and Insecurity like, Yeah You know you First of all You should never imagine Your partner being with someone else <laughs> That's just bad for everybody <laughs> uh, Or whatever the situation is but some men can't help that, though. Well, I guess women, too. But some people just can't help right. it. Yes. I, I, I still don't buy it. Like, I think what Brittany just, I think a lot of people aren't self-aware. But I think if you're self-aware, you correct it. Right. Right. You can, and that, and that you shows progress. It. You know, mm-hmm. you recognize and you it and you um, move on um, and you fix it and you move differently because what you don't want to do is also put your partner in a situation. See, the connection has so many different like I'm gonna use the Isaac word caveats to it. Okay, <laughs> you're obsessed I, I like with it. that word. Like, I don't know caveat. why it reminds me of. It sounds uh, like caviar. <laughs> caviar, right? Whatever. <laughs> but it's one of his words he uses too. So um, it has a lot of different elements to it. So um, with a connection, you have to so, be like. To- Oh, no, go ahead. I'm you sorry. have to be totally aware of like your partner, not only yourself, but also your partner. You have to you have to totally right. be able to pick up on signs when shit might not be going well or when shit is right. And it's time for you to either be an emotional support, congratulatory or whatever the case may be to have that ultimate connection. Mm-hmm. You have to pick up on those cues when you're supposed to kind of chime in and and either encourage the situation or de-escalate the situation so now this may be more of a question for omar mainly because i feel like not that you're self-involved but i do feel like sometimes um relationships can take more of a backseat than other things for you in certain ways And so I wonder if um, connecting with your significant other is a priority for you specifically. Like for some people, it's about companionship, stability, financial assistance, position of power, whatever. Um, And this could go for any of you. But I was just wondering from Omar, like, is connecting with the person significant for you? Who's or Omar? priority. <laughs> oh, sorry, gang gang. All right. <laughs> I can't, I'll play along. I can't, I can't with the thinking about it. So gang gang here. <laughs> this nigga. Here's, I could, I, I think we talked about transactional relationships in the past. Transsexual relationships. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Jameson kicking in, Brittany. <laughs> Transactional relationship. <laughs> he gonna start so fighting. I think. In a I think that. You know, I'm very easygoing. So, you know, it just depends on, you know, where I'm at. However, I the think the question you have, was: Yes, is but connection important to right, you? Right. I'm getting to that, and and I'm. That's why I <laughs> led in with transactional because okay. transactional. Is there's a connection there too because we're in it for something, which most relationships are. However, I will say is connecting with someone, whether it's on a deeper level, a personal level, or interest. Yes, it has to be there. If not, I get bored. I get bored very easy. Mm. And if there's nothing there, there's no need for me to be around, and I'm off to the next thing. 
Like, mm. I'm sort of like Columbus. I'm an explorer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking for new land, you know. So when I find a new land and I find it, it I, the resources have to offer up something. Mm. So I'm trying to think about something that you said a moment ago, though, Omar, because you were saying that you feel I'm sorry. that... Uh, gang gang. There you I, go. I apologize. There you I go. apologize. I lost my head in that moment. <laughs> Mr. Gang Gang. Uh, you said something about how you feel that it becomes uh, a. I, okay, I, I can't recall which stance you took, but the point that you made was that early on in relationships, it's all about me, me, me. And then later on in relationships is is after you have the kind of wherewithal and, and the wisdom enough to be able to say, you know what, uh, let me go ahead and take in some other people's points and, and infuse it into my decision making process. And I told you I was going to challenge you on that. I was like, I'm going to challenge the fuck out of that. Like, man, I'm, man, my son's spelling the shit out of these words and shit. That, like, that's right. This <laughs> so right. I was like, yo, uh, but. So what's unique about that point and even just how I feel about my life is that I feel like as I get older, I, I'm the opposite. As I get older, I'm starting to channel in more on what really I want and what I care about and what's most significant to me. And I'm starting to mute the voices of what everyone else thinks, what everyone else cares about, you know, what everyone else thinks is significant, you know. And so as a result... I'm starting to become more happy as I age. Like I'm 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 doing what they call aging gracefully, right? Like because I'm starting to love who I am in the sense of early on my my mentality or my thought process uh or or just even just you know how I view myself was based very largely on what I thought society wanted me to be or what I thought a, a, a relationship was supposed to look like, or what I thought my parents wanted. And every year I shed a new layer from this onion where I start to care less and less and less. And as a result, I feel more and more fulfilled because I'm like, yeah, the shit that they wanted or the shit that they thought really was not significant at all as it relates to what's going to make me happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like I get Facebook what saying, but, makes but, you want to be happy off of what everyone else thinks is cool. No, no, but no. But when you shut down the system, no. it's like, and, and and I know what you're but saying. I think, and I think I, on I think business at, that makes sense. No, no, no. Even even in life, wise, even relationships, you got to you think, think about so? it. yes, because it's linear, right? Like when you think about it, like when you're young, you don't know what the fuck you want. You just you're just dating. You don't know what a good relationship looked like, but you think you do. And that was my point earlier. Like you think you know what you want, but you don't, but you think you, your shit don't stink and you know everything. But as you get older or you, the, the more you date, the more aware you are of who right. you are and where you stand of who you are. Right. But, and not, then you get, not, you get to know people, right? Like you get okay. to know people. So you are interacting with people, different kinds of people. You know what I mean? Like, so you're growing through this process. So you're learning more. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you, you know, think about it. If you're in a, in a, in the eighth grade and you're doing eighth grade work, you know, you already assumed you can do college level material, but you, you're not there yet. Right. You have to go through that 
process in order to say, oh, I understand how this works. I understand how that okay. works. But and you learn too. a lot. Like, it's, it's experience. Like, you need some time in the game right. you before do. you understand it. I, I agree 100% because even if you feel like you know what a perfect relationship looks like or one that works, because, you know, I had the benefit of growing up with, you know, watching my parents interact. Steadman, so, right? Shut up. <laughs> so I always thought that, you know, a successful relationship looked like them, you know. Um, mm. There's many ways that, to me, they're successful, which I don't need to get into that, but they were my foundation, right? Right. But not so, not so much because, see, while that may be a great foundation for me to have a great visual what works for them may not work for me because I am my own person. So as I get into relationships and I start carrying out those certain, you know, like um, things that you do in a relationship or the things that you're looking for out of, out of your counterpart, I start to realize like, uh, yeah, no, I don't need anybody like that. That's not going to work. That's mm. a character flaw for me. Like okay. we'll clash or I need someone who can understand this or whatever. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Are, are, are you saying that that you had to kind of depart away from how you viewed relationships based off of your parents and you're right. like you so, know what that worked for them but it doesn't necessarily all work it does for me. at this point i'm 32 so when i hear people say oh there's no such thing as successful relationships or marriage is a joke marriage doesn't work i can refute that because right. i have a thousand I've examples i've seen it right, work right but that's the only thing I can use from them mm. because I had to create my own space to understand who I am because who they are is not who I am. So how they operate, I don't operate that way. I've realized that in a relationship, I move completely different right. from them, you know? Right. So, and that's just something that I had to, again, be self-aware. Like, okay, let's not fake the funk. What am I not going to do? Did you like, just what say am fake I, the funk? Did we just transport we back to the 80s? <laughs> we did. We did. Get your ass out You know, and that's, that's, that's kind a, that's of a great shit. starting that's point, real though. That's shit, you know. But that's a great starting point. That's because like, she hanging out, out around mature people and shit, yeah. man, you, you know. know. And once in a while, we used that old... 1989, the number, another summer. <laughs> we Damn, get down slang. with the funky drama. Right, we use old slang, you know, these... You know, get them, Brittany. Get these young cats don't understand it. Is right, shit. They don't know about cats. the funky right. drama. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Like that self awareness is is key because you have to pull out. What I had to do was actually sit down and write a list of the shit that I'm not going to do. Mm. Really? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm right, sorry. What does exactly. that mean? Like so, a list you're a list. You not okay. going to do? What the hell that means? So, <laughs> <laughs> what you shit you not going to do? So, I don't believe okay. in head. I, I don't like head. What, what is no, head? No, 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 no. But I mean, that's <laughs> what a kind great of list circle. is this? Is this so like a physical of, okay, list? Or but, mental? but it's, it's right, a step right. to being self-aware. So, okay. okay oh, things that out. you internally are not going to do. What not. I'm not going to do. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, what do I expect? Right? Because see, here's the problem. Here's the problem that nobody has fucking say it like we sit here and we're talking about this is what we're looking for right mm -hmm. so i got this list this wish list all right checking the boxes checking the boxes okay this is what i need i need somebody who can this i need somebody who can that he ain't got to be you know fine or whatever but he got to do this he got to do right. that he got to mm -hmm. do this when do you stop and say okay so then what can i give in return Mm -hmm. What am I able to give him or whoever my mate is in return? Okay. So when somebody says to me, 
okay, because motherfuckers ask this question all the time. Why me? Why do you? Why do you love me? Why do you? People ask be with you me? that. What, nigga? She's I'm just, like, do I'm you know saying, who I am? No, I'm just saying. Like, like, that's usually... Why do when you people, love me? Why you love me? <laughs> no. Nigga, why you love me? <laughs> no, not like that. But I'm just saying, people Girl, always want to know. <laughs> Shut up. People always want to know. I hate y'all. People always want to know, like, what is it about them that stands out? Like, especially if you get to what the point you like about them? What you What you like about them? Right. What is it about them that, that makes them different from everyone you, else? So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But, but, wait a minute. So, so, this is unique, though. So, are, are you saying that even in your personal relationships that that oftentimes, uh, or, or enough times for you to count, someone has directly asked you, what is it that you like about them? Yes. Mm, that's yes. interesting. Actually, I Who's think actually? it's a valid question. It's a valid. question I mean, okay, so I think it is, and 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 now I'm gonna go into some personal shit um, because I don't I don't know how much people know about love languages, right? Like, but there's this book that was written a couple of years ago, and they talk about love languages, and they break everyone down into one of five love languages, which basically is how do you express your love? You know, there's uh, gift giving. Some people express their love through gift giving. Some people express their love through uh, acts of appreciation. Some people, you know, express their love through, um, um, uh, oh man, I, and I'm fucking this up because there's a lot of them. It's, it's acts, uh, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's two more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, affirmation. And there's one more that's that me. I'm missing. See, and that's me as well. So now. So what was that? I missed it. What was that? Uh, uh, the last one. Uh, I, I don't know what the last one is. Oh, I'm going to look it up because because cool. I I know four of them. No, but go ahead. No, I, I have enough. So you're so <laughs> ignorant. Uh, but see, I'm affirmation as well. And so the reason what you said kind of surprised me is because I'm the person that because I'm the affirmative person, and and and, and the reason that this book was significant is it, it helps you understand how you give love. But if you are engaging in a relationship with someone that doesn't give love the same way that you do, it becomes important that you understand how they give love, because typically the way you give love is how you want to receive it. So right. I'm, I'm affirmation, which means I need to hear it. Right. And I remember I was da- uh, the young lady we talk about that I used to date that um, was in Atlanta. She was a gift giver. So she was really into giving gifts. And to me, sometimes that shit can be superficial as fuck, right? Like, mm-hmm. like not that I don't appreciate it, but just that I don't need you to, you know, get me this and get me that, you know. But I never forget um, a, a circumstance that happened during Christmas where she made a big ordeal about a gift that, I, that, that she wanted me to give her. I ended up, you know, coming through and finding this gift. And it meant so much to her. And I'll never forget the reaction of when she opened this gift. Like I, I wrapped it in like all of these different boxes. And when she finally opened it up and when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Even though I was pissed that I had to spend as much money as I did on this trivial shit that she probably doesn't even own anymore. Seeing that reaction in that moment, I was like, oh, shit. Like, like that's amazing. Right. And so it that moment started to make me realize Ike, even though you're the person that likes to hear it and you like to, you know, get get affirmed, 
you can't just give her what you want. You got to give her what she wants. They always say the golden rule is treat people how you want to be treated. But the platinum rule is treat people how they want to be treated. Right. And so when I started treating her how she wanted to be treated and she started treating me how I wanted to be treated, even though we had different love languages, we started to realize, okay, this can match. And so to your point, you know, if people are saying to you, if they're asking you, how do you feel about me? I think I, that caught me off guard because I'm the one that's so verbose that if I love you, I'm that's my first nature. I got to let you know and I got to let you know how much I love you and why I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I well, love you because of this. So you know what I'm saying? The, so that, that's actually pretty interesting that you caught that. Okay. So my exes, I can, I remember every time they have asked me that. Okay. Both of their ass. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. And it's so funny because um, our connection wasn't there. Mm. Our connection, so I wasn't as vocal as maybe like I am now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't get that from me because it wasn't really nothing to talk about. It was more so, and I don't even want to say it was transactional because they. I, it wasn't like it was this grandiose goal that we had at the end to get you know it was more so um things things became routine pretty quick mm-hmm. maybe i want to maybe that's the way it goes or how it how it was because um the connection wasn't there w- what i experienced with them is completely different from my experience currently mm currently so it's 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 definitely something that's pretty interesting that i i i recognize kind of right away like it's like one of those things where you react differently differently because just as just normal as people we adapt to the situation so if you're one way like you could start off like oh man uh, i love the way that you blah 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 whatever and you constantly give that but if the person is not receptive to that then you stop Mm -hmm. you pull up you don't do it no more because it's not something that you appreciate it's not something that you want to hear from me or you make a fuss about it every time i get all in that mood so shit like that dries up Mm. versus the person who's receptive to your shit to how you give your love or how you want to be loved or your your comments and things that you want to tell them because you're so moved to tell them they're receptive to that shit so you do it all the time right mm. oh. i went i went uh with omar to um a networking event uh actually actually it was it was a, it was a long night but we ended up going no see omar shaking his head because he think i'm gonna go where i'm about to go i'm not gonna go here you're actually gonna be surprised where i go oh, wow. so there's a come oh no uh, maybe i'll talk about it in, in a quick second don't do it all right i ain't gonna do that no, but okay. but but I'm, I'm actually gonna go somewhere different um we went to uh we, we were at a at bar louis and, and it's a company that that omar used to work for and i was talking to a young lady and she was sharing with me about how um, she, her son is, uh, I think, 15 years old. And he's like six foot two or three. And she was letting me know that, like, he's at that weird space where he's starting to kind of come into his manhood and everything. And so she's the affectionate type. But her 
son is very kind of you know like he's at that age where he's like pushing her off like and she wants to be affectionate she wants to kiss on him but he's kind of stiff arming her and so she kind of got into this space where she was uh kind of accommodating or acquiescing to him stiff arming her because he's trying she was trying to be the mom that she thinks he wanted her to be and as a result, it was starting to create uh, issues in their relationship a little bit. So the moment she told it to me, I pulled it to the side. I said, oh, no. First off, don't you dare stop loving, hugging and kissing on your son. I don't give a fuck how uncomfortable it makes him. If it makes him feel uncomfortable, because even all of her friends that have older sons, they was like, oh, yeah, he's lost right now. He'll come back around around 18 or 19 but I was like, listen, it's not even about when they're going to come back around. It's about and, and, and I feel this in all relationships, not just, you know, paternal or, you know, maternal relationships or, you know, whatever. I was looking at it like, no, you never want to put yourself in a space where you are constantly accommodating to someone else and, and you're cutting off your valve of how you express love. Someone may not always receive it the way that that they are meant to. You know, we we get I just said the golden and the platinum rule a moment ago. But I was like, you never want to if you're feeling love, but you're afraid to express it because of how someone else is going to receive it. I was like, that's where the breakdown occurs, because even if he does come back around, once you cut that valve off now, when he comes back around, now you stiff arm in him. Because you've gotten into a habit where, oh, this isn't what I do anymore. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, let, let let him work out his demons. Because love is supposed to be reciprocal, but we're not supposed, and this is what I told her. The goal of love is not supposed to be because of its reciprocation. So right. you're not supposed to give someone love like, oh, I do this for you, and it's going to come back immediately no right. when i show someone love when i give them a compliment when i give them sincere appreciation i'm not sitting there waiting like a dog like <laughs> oh i just did that thing now where's my treat right, right. it's not like oh no. i just gave you a compliment now give me some pussy what? No, i gave you i gave you a compliment because i thought that was real and i right. thought that you were amazing right. now if that compliment lets you realize Okay, you're an amazing person. And then we develop a relationship. And as a result, sex occurs, right? <laughs> then, all right, Wait, that's just no. the, the uh, what they call it, uh, to the victor comes the spoils. Right. That's what that is. But I didn't give the, I did not give the compliment to get because the of what was going to come. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so, like, don't give love because of what you're going to give right. back. Give okay. love because that's who you are and you want to give love. Right. Okay. So I halfway agree. <laughs> halfway and let me tell you why okay so i think kids are different um, okay. okay right right all right kids so are different. go school me because i don't have kids right okay so and let me so, tell you why you know okay just she's to, like oh my god thank you isaac that was so but maybe but, i said to ass off no no you did the right thing to tell her that okay okay where if i'm in a like romantic relationship with a, another adult um, and he and right. he kind of you know shuns me every time I'm giving this love okay, or whatever. Good point. See, that's why I fucked you. I told you you're a podcast. I okay. stop. Okay, you stop. I stop because 
because you know you're not you're not reciprocating it you know mm-hmm. i'm not going to be all this awesomeness and right. you just shitting on me okay but if it's my kid and i'm the parent you are supposed especially as a mom as a mom you have that nurturing nurturing characteristic that kids look for i don't care how hard your kid is right. or how old your kid is they're looking for that from mom one person that they can count on to yes. show their love yes. is going to come from mom yep as an ex- example my daughter she's 10 she's an asshole yes uh her attitude is <laughs> I love when parents call it the chain okay but one of the things that i have made very constant for my kids is that even in me yelling at them or you know swearing or whatever because you know my personality is so crazy they just laugh at me but i give them tons of hugs and tons of kisses so when they see me it's always like oh mom okay before give me give me a hug and then they'll mm. give me a kiss and then they'll tell me about their day or whatever the case may be my daughter hates hugs she hates pda she hates really? public displays of affection she's like get the hell away from me mm. like first day of school hillary clinton you gave birth to hillary clinton (laughs) first day of school her friends were all so happy to see her they come hugging her she's like what are y'all doing get off of me i'm like you Mm. ungrateful as hell you got friends like (laughs) they hugging you because they missed you all summer but she's not like that your daughter is my sister yes and i love her with all my heart but she ain't the old lovey-dovey like oh let's come around but like and then my mom like my mom trying to give her a kiss she's like oh get out of my face i hate that but then the moment I come in from work, she's like, oh, mom, bring it in. Hug. And then she like, give me a kiss. And she's like holding my arm or whatever. And I'm like, why are you all up on me? She's like, you look like you had a bad day. Mm. And then my mom gets mad because she's like, well, I tried to give you a hug and you didn't want to take my hug. I'm like, she's only like this with me. That's it. She's temperamental. Yes. But me, she'll hug and kiss. But that's that's a, that's the environment that I set. That's the right. president I set. Like, because I show my love to you. you were like that. Right. Did you just early say you're like that? I am. Right. So where do you think she got it from? Right. But she's not like that with anyone else is what I'm saying. Mm. But you so, told us earlier you don't like to hug people. You don't like to touch people. Oh, right, right. I so don't. she picks up on that. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Look at that shit. Look at you listening, <laughs> Doctor, my nigga. Dr. Gang Gang. Dr. Gang Gang. I almost yeah, said Dr. Yeah. Jones, but no, no, no. Dr. Gang Gang. Dr. Gang Gang. It's Gang Gang right. this gang, evening. Gang. And then you might not know who I am next time. <laughs> <laughs> I could be Dr. Strange. Right. But if I was a parent who picked up on her not fucking with everybody else and stopped what I was doing... She would have a true identity crisis. Like, mm. what the fuck? Now you don't want to hug me? Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, that was great advice to give her to continue to be mom right. and continue to do that. And that's what I was telling her. Like, like y- your son is 14 years old. You got about four more years left of being able to do shit where I think as a even. Oh, no, no. A, I mean, well, no, you're going to always have influence. But I mean, we're like, you could be like. Because she shared some other shit where I was like, yeah, you the mom. You got to be like, nigga, I'm about to take that cell phone if you don't stop doing that. Oh, I was like, but, you got but, four but, more but years. Question, of- though, th- but, you know, to like the, the conversation you're going back and forth on, you know, but don't opposites attract? Yeah. Like, That's a bunch of bullshit. No, you don't think do. so? Like, no, you they, don't do. Wa- they do. I don't want someone to be with me like I am mm. in, in life. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to date myself. Okay. 
You know what I mean? You ain't shit. You're like, no, I do. do. She needs to be pure. Would you want the person to be like you? Like, no, I want you to be different than me. Right. Be better. Be better. Be better better than me. (laughs) And that's crazy because I want someone, you know, as ambitious as I am, as outgoing as I am. Like, you ain't got to be on 10, but you got to have some type of personality. But what I can't do is but another see, Leo. But you say that though, but you say exactly. Because you don't want to be competing for the spotlight. No. Because it's, it's not cute at all. It's not when it's the, When it's both of y'all trying to one up but one another. And it's that. like somebody got to know I've been in that relationship back. before. And it was a I've competition. I've seen one of them. It's, I've seen one of them. I was in a relationship where it was constantly a competition. It just wasn't healthy. It's just not a healthy relationship. When you're no. competing with your partner. You know, because you're always trying to one-up one another. Right. And that's not a relationship. That's a goddamn American Idol competition. <laughs> like, right. who can come out and sing the, the best Shark song? Tank. Like, and that's why I was asking the question, like, would you want to date yourself? Well, no. But there's some characteristics about me that... There's some characteristics about me that I I would like, you know, my partner to have or I feel like he has um, that could be, you know, if not the same greater than than mine. Um, But the reason why I say I couldn't date like another Leo is because I have a dark side. Again, here we go. uh, Self-awareness. I have a dark side where I'm extremely forgetful. And it's not that I it's not that things are not important to me. It's just that I have a mind that, you know, if it's not at the forefront of my brain, then I'm extremely forgetful. So what I need in a mate is for someone to constantly kind of remind me about shit. Like, Mm. hey, don't forget this. Don't forget that. What I find in another Leo is me and that other Leo can go probably days without talking. It's like we'll have moments where we're really passionate, really aggressive, but then we'll go dormant. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So I that's the only reason why I said I couldn't do a Leo. And it's really not about the spotlight. It's more so about the character flaw. Like, I couldn't handle that in a relationship. Like, if my guy is okay with not talking to me in 24, 48 hours, we got a problem. Because mm. I, need, I need attention. So to date but you could Leo, do it. But you could do it. No. Mm. You can't cut anyone off. I'm not, but see, I'm not cutting anyone off. It's more so like it has to be reciprocal where I'm, I want, so the times that I'm not reaching out, you reaching out to me. The Mm. times that I'm reaching out to you, maybe you're not reaching out to me, but we're always in communication. What I find with another Leo is ego getting away and Mm. you'll go some time without speaking or you'll do shit just to be petty because you feel like it's warranted. So what's interesting about what Omar said, though, is that that kind of goes into the point of opposites attracting, meaning that your strengths needs to be counterbalanced by someone else's strengths. You know what I mean? And if both of you all have the same strengths, then it means in these few isolated areas, you're, you're excellent. But then those flaws or those weaknesses, they're huge gaps, like Titanic, type it can sink a ship type of a gap right you know and you have to be mindful that you build relationships where you all can have that type of equanimity now uh i need to make something very clear because uh this 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 podcast has probably just uh felt a little different (laughs) because 
uh, man down. Right. Man down. We lost one. <laughs> somebody somebody uh, had some shit to do, you know. Uh, right. And, you know, when we first all connected, she had a full face of makeup on, which means, <laughs> uh, yeah, to the point where, you know, our. Okay, so moment of disclosure. Casey lets everyone know that we're recording from two different locations. Um, that's important for a couple of different reasons. It's important because you need to understand that if you feel chemistry from us, you need to understand how fucking awesome is it? We get right. going on here. If you can have another person in a remote location and we can all still vibe like we're sitting in the same room, that's dope. But there's also another reason we're letting you know that because from a engineering perspective, it becomes a little more difficult because we're recording over Internet protocol. And so even this particular podcast that you are listening to right now, if it sounds awesome, then pat Isaac Paul on the motherfucking back because right. as I am recording into this microphone right now I already know I gotta be Edward Scissorhands on this shit because yeah, we have some man we had some severe technical difficulties <laughs> and at first I thought it was Casey and her uh, uh, Wi-Fi and then I realized oh shit it's my Wi-Fi <laughs> and my Wi-Fi was, was acting crazy I'm not even on my Wi-Fi right now I'm on my phone Wi-Fi so well, well actually I'm not on Wi-Fi anymore because Casey didn't left but the point that I'm making is what's important is that we hear one another and that we're able to connect and so there were times where Casey may have been saying something and we couldn't hear it I'm just I'm just making this clear now as a moment of disclosure, not to give an excuse, but I think that this conversation is poignant and important enough to where is it's going to be released, but just know that if I'm editing it and you hear some glitches, it's not because of oh, what's going on? No, it's because technology, right? And so we're trying to work this shit out. Uh but with that being said, Casey also had some shit that she had to do business wise. And so now I'm taking over the podcast. So you will no longer hear Casey's voice. Uh, you got to catch her next week. But she sent me her notes. Psychology Today provided questions to ask your partner to create a deeper connection. But I also think these are good date questions for something new. What do y'all think? So this is going to be our last segment. We got we got a couple of questions. I'm going to just ask you guys. This is Casey. Uh, this is this is Casey by way of Isaac. Okay. Question number 1. What is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Had sex at the lake. Hmm. Okay. That's ratchet as hell. <laughs> Was it 35th? Was it 39th? Was it 39th? Was it 39th? Which one was it? In the Chevy Malibu. Which one was it? The 98 Chevy Malibu. Stop it. Stop it. Which one was it, though? Um, I think it was 31st. Uh, yep, I knew it. So she wasn't at North Avenue. But that's what everybody no. was doing back then. Everybody, you know. Yeah, you know, it was. It back was. then. When you go to the lake, you... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this was two days ago. Show us about here. Gang, gang. <laughs> Ain't on board with this shit. Like I said, our connection is awesome. <laughs> the spontaneous, I mean... 
That could mean anything. It can. Like, to it doesn't necessarily I'm sitting here, I'm like, to, I don't even know how to answer this for myself. It doesn't even have to be sexual if it's spontaneous. Oh, it's right, right, always right. sexual oh, when shit. it's spontaneous. Mm, what's the most spontaneous? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, so this is about love and relationship. Then I feel like we should have got these fucking questions ahead of time. Um, what you got, Omar? Way. Because I always you, feel that way. What, what? That we should have got the questions <laughs> ahead of time? <laughs> That I'll, you know what? We'll, we'll, I don't say we'll anything. Tell, I don't no, say anything. You should. Uh, and his was going to be funny. Casey's going to listen to this and she's like, all right, fuck it then. I'm going to send him the questions ahead of time now. <laughs> at least so, like, like, you can at least, you know. I do love your spontaneous stories, though. Because you had us going for like three hours last night, bro. Like, real talk. You know, like, your spontaneous stories are I, ridiculous, Joe. I'd be like, dude, why are you still alive? Real talk. I always ask that today. Real oh talk. Something like, good must Man, you must, supposed must, to be a billionaire. I know. It must <laughs> I'm like, Lord, you could have been into this. <laughs> a long time ago. You and I both know. A you long, and I both know. A long this time ago. Answer the damn question. No, I, there's, I have a lot of spontaneous stories. That's what I'm trying to think. Like, Give us one. Give us one so I can think of one. I know you got a spontaneous. I'm trying to think. It ain't even got to be the most because you got a lot. I'm trying to think of that's what's what I'm saying. Spontaneous so here's thing. here's what about that baby you gave away? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you weren't supposed to maybe tell, spit out beer. Like you yo, supposed I, to tell anybody I wasn't ready about for that. that. That was good. That was yes. Good. That was good. It was a baby on the black market. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But don't worry, I got 10,000 shares in Bitcoin for that baby. And that baby's in a great home right now. Mm, Spontaneous, spontaneous. You may have to go, Ike. You know, I have so many, and I just want to see where you're going to go. Shit, I'm trying to think because I'm straight with with the the sex at the lake. You know what I mean? Like, she said, I don't know if that's spontaneous, but. For my life, it is. It is? (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Is this one we need to come back to? Let's no, come back no, to that. No. Do we need to come back to yeah, it? Yeah, let's come back to it. Let's all right, come back all right. to it. So let's see what's number two. Because so I'm going so to put that so on So Britt went in. She went we'll in. We'll come back. Right. We'll come back. Because she okay, said sex at the lake, and it makes you almost want to top it. Because I'm like, all right, I've done some ratchet shit in place. But I'm like, is that the most spontaneous stuff? Right. And that's like why. Like, where so you're thinking, like, where? I didn't know we was going to do this until right now. Yeah, right. Like, now, it just kind of happened. Now I'm in this space. You know what I mean? Like. Fuck, cause I know I got something. Okay, have you ever? Cause that's kind of my life. Have you ever pulled a bitch titty out? <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, okay, up high. Uh, okay, this Rape isn't culture. the most. This. Is- <laughs> See, this is why. I can't. Well, this, to, this is why we're dangerous as a podcast. Cause now you have to say it. No, uh, uh-uh, I'm totally gonna say it. I don't think this is the most spontaneous thing I've done, but but this was pretty fucking like, whoa, <laughs> right? So, you guys know this woman. Uh, it's the Scorpio chick that I used to date back in, uh, uh, when I used to live in Atlanta. And it's the one where I was driving, and she started, crazy. and mm-hmm. she went, wow, and I had to try to hem her up while mm-hmm. not crashing the whip. So, that was the that was the dark end of our relationship the light in was the earlier stages where just on that scorpio shit she just knew how to just jump shit off like and we were like she was a little older than me she was like three four years older than me oh damn right so like i was maybe 21 22 she was 26 27 
and used to dating niggas in their 30s, right? So she's dating me because of like the swag and just our chemistry, but I'm not I ain't got my paper where the niggas and I'm not I'm not at that space, right? So she's constantly wanting to push the envelope with me. And I remember we was in Atlanta. Uh, I think it was Bell Bottoms, the club we were at, right off of. Uh, That's an amazing name, by uh, the way. I actually <laughs> like that name. And, oh, and it was a dope club. You know what I'm saying? And you know we flirting and shit, and we used to work together. And I don't, I don't know if we had kissed or not. I think this may have been actually the first time we kissed. So we're sitting in this in this thick ass club. It's multicultural, mm-hmm. probably predominantly white, but like. You know, like Atlanta, you got a lot of nigga clubs mm-hmm. in Atlanta. But this one was like, okay, yeah, it's white people and Hispanics and whatever. All of a sudden, she says, I don't even know what it was she said, but just know she pulls me into the woman's bath into the women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she pushes me into a stall and we mm-hmm. start making out heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. It's not empty. There was a line and there were women washing their hands and you got a black dude somehow in this bathroom with her kissing. And I'm 21 years old. This ain't 38 year old Ike where I'm like, all right, nigga, just make it happen. I'm whatever. No, this is 21. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I might go to jail right now, but I'm going to get some pussy first. Like, (laughs) Like, I'm at that space where it's like, it's like. This feels very reckless. I might get arrested. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's going to end with me trying to win. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it to win it. All right. I was in it to win it. And, you know, the the night ended successfully. But, yeah, it was it was it was like bathroom shit with people in it. With people in it. Okay, In Atlanta. Like, so I got you now. Okay. Now, what so you this got, is oh. my reckless years, right? Okay. Okay. Actually, oh, well, oh, was you twenty twenty one? That's that. That's no, normally, that's, I was. I was reckless all the way up into my thirties. I think, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay, I met you at the tail end of recklessness. I think, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So this happened around 2006, 2007. It was I was staying in the South Loop. Uh, a neighbor in my building had a friend that was coming into town. She invited me to come hang out with them together. So we're going around, we're hanging out or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, my God, you're funny. Like, you should host this charity event I'm having at my house. So I'm like, sure, I'll do it. You know, I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm thinking he's just talking. A week later, I get uh, a package in the mail. And it's like a box of like 50 like cigars, like the best cigars with a lighter. And it was like for my upcoming host. Mm. And I'm like, okay, this just got real. (laughs) (laughs) And then I get a call from him like, hey, send me your information. I'm sending you a plane ticket and I'm booking your hotel. Mm. And I'll take care of you in terms of hosting this event when you get there. I'm like, okay, this is getting real. (laughs) I've never done this before. I didn't even do. I didn't, used to being in the hood telling jokes and right. like niggas loving. I didn't you, have like, material, 
But like, when I tell you this story, dog, like I worked on a couple lines, but I'm thinking I'm just going to introduce people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll do things here and there. So we get to the house. It's like this mansion. It's it's huge. It's massive. It's beautiful. Mm. There's these speakers. It, it looks like the taste of Chicago at his creation. Shit. And you got all these different wristbands. Like he had different colors. Oh, he has security man. like everywhere. You can get different parts of the house. So the girl that knows him, she had a different wristband than I had. The wristband I had, I can go anywhere in the house. <laughs> the wristband she had was restricted to the to like the front yard and the bathrooms. Damn. So she's coming up to me like, what color wristband do you have? I'm like, bitch, I'm the host. <laughs> I'm bossed up. I got a black wristband. I, right. I think it was black. Like black. It, what, of like security was black. You go anywhere. Why would it be well, any other color right. than black if we but, just keeping it real? But when There's I a tell, reason they got the black card. Uh, uh, right. Like, so so when I tell black. you about this event, right, like I think he had about five or six bands that came through. Mm. And it's all white people. Like, because they're all rock bands. I was looking for black people in this crowd. Didn't see and I'm one. the host, right? I'm the host of this shit. So I'm cracking little jokes here and there, and I'm messing with people in the crowd. And But anyway, there was these, uh, they had the, I think they were like the Midwest uh, Midget Rassers or something like that. Stop it. What? No, Stop like it. they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this shit just it went to a, bizarre. Like no, but I, I haven't even gotten to the spontaneous left. part. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. No, I haven't gotten to the spontaneous part. Midget Wrestlers was a part of the okay, Right, of the it. story. I got to paint you the Keep picture, going. right? Like, okay. So I'm trying yes. to paint the picture. So I'm. they're like, okay, we want you to introduce us, introduce me, then introduce my partner. And then we'll start wrestling. So I'm like, cool. So, so keep in mind, this this, this the show doesn't kick off. Like they don't go on until about maybe three, four in the after, maybe maybe five or six in the evening. The 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 guy who brought me out and paid me, I was drinking with one of his friends since the beginning. So I'm kind (laughs) of sloppy by now, right? And so I introduced them wrong. And the dude, the the little man, when I introduce him, he walks out pissed. <laughs> like, you That's never had awesome. a little dude walk up to you pissed <laughs> off, right? He comes up to me and grabs the mic. Like, Did he jump to grab it? No, no. He just, like, he just walked up to me, like, pissed off and grabbed the mic and was like, you fucked it up. Mm. I'll introduce us. And he does it. And then he gives the mic back to me. And he goes in the resin, and I just start roasting their little ass. Like, <laughs> and everyone thinking all of this is a part of the it's show. Part of the act. <laughs> but it's like, no, he was really mad at me. Right. So I'm roasting him, and I'm roasting people in the audience. Like, I'm just Stop it. not giving you shit, right? You turned into D.L. Hughley. Right. I pulled a D.L. Hughley. I'm oh, drunk, man. right? So I'm drunk. I put the mic down like, all right, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm going to go sit down. Right. So I go in the house and sit down on the couch. And this girl is sitting across from me who was like, she was kind of gothic, but very pretty, like very pretty gothic girl. And she's like, she's looking at me. She's like, so I want you. Mm. And I'm like, you do? And I'm drunk, right? She's like, yes, let's go. Mm. And we go to the bathroom. Mm. And people are knocking on the bathroom door (laughs) as we're out there getting it in, right? So we're waiting for them to go away so it's not obvious. Oh, my God. 
But it's a line. Ain't nobody gonna go away. It's a fucking line. line. So no, eventually they go away. They find another bathroom because they had like porta potties outside too. Oh okay. We come out. That happens. So then. I go back outside and they had like this foam tent and everything and then they had like a, a, a dunk tank and that's going on. So I'm like just walking around and then the one girl that was there comes up to me and somehow we start rapping and she says, I want you. Mm. Get the fuck out uh, and of here. I'm like, okay. And she's like, <laughs> you are so funny. And she's like, come here. And she's like, come over here with me. I'm making out with her, right? The dude who invited me was like, comes up and grabs my shoulder like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. That's my boss. Wait a minute. He said, that's my boss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's no, wrong with no. that? He's like, no, 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 no. So that was so. He listen, clearly want to smash because. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was about to get him a promotion. You yeah. like, nigga, and I'm about She's to get nice. you a so, promotion. So, so we're talking spontaneous, right? So then, after I leave from talking to her, it was two other girls mm. that was like, oh, my God, you're so funny, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm rapping with them, and they're like, well, how long are you here for? So the party's on Saturday. I No, the party was on Friday. I'm there to Sunday. Mm. So they're like, well, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, I'm not doing shit. So they're like, well, let's hit Ybor City. Okay. I'm like, all right, let's do it. They're like, and at that point, you have no idea what eboard. I don't know is. what it is. So that they picked me been up. Like where they like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ingest black people. They're like, yeah, we're gonna right. digest you tomorrow and shit. So like, let's go to eboard. So we're City. talking spontaneous, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna hang out with these two strange people because the guy who invited me was like, oh, like I would love to hang out, but I gotta do X, Y, and Z. But you know, check out. He was for hating. But then I had my. My my other guy uh, who works for the airlines fly down there that night. But anyway, back to the spontaneous part. So we the still girl, ain't got to the spontaneous right, part. Ain't none of this shit was spontaneous. spontaneous. All this shit is spontaneous yeah. as fuck. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. But <laughs> I got to tell you. A helicopter came in. <laughs> but I'm with saying. With Bozo the Clown. <laughs> like, the fuck? I thought he was dead. I, I got to get to it, right? Like, I, like, that is part of it, right? Like, that was spontaneous. But this all happened in the weekend. Right. So anyway, the two girls, I get the one girl's number. They pick me up from the hotel Saturday at round maybe seven or eight. Okay. And they're like, we're going over to Ebor City. Like, Ebor City is almost like Wrigleyville. Okay. Where they basically shut down the street and you can just bar hop up and down the street. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that with the two girls. The one girl I know is filling me. We ended up hooking up. Mm. Like, right away, the other girl's at the bar. So she's like, because, like, somehow we ended up back at my room and we hooked up. Right. Okay. And then we clean up, come back Came out back. That's to so meet up with our girl. Ratchet. And her That's girl's so like bubbly. And she's like, we go get her and she comes out with like a half a gallon of like, like vodka or something like or gin or whatever. So we pick her up and she's like, oh, I want to get high. So we go back to the hotel mm. and she's like, I'm going to roll up in a minute. And so the girl that I smashed was like, well, I'll go get the papers. You guys stay here. And so I'm in the room (laughs) with the other girl, right? While the other girl's going to get like some papers. And I don't even know how it happened. 
Only thing I know is this girl's on top of me and we going at it. And the girl walks in that I just smashed. And she's like, oh, my God. And she just closed the door and walks out. Oh, she was upset? Yeah. Oh, she was upset. Oh, okay. I thought you was going to tell me she jumped in. No, she was upset. She sounded intentional. She was upset. Like, why would you just, why, why, why would you leave dude? That you right. feeling like, oh, I'm gonna go get some papers. With Y'all just thing. chill. Like, right, I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but we know how it happened. I ended up counseling them the next day, saying like, "Don't let me ruin your <laughs> friendship." Because <laughs> I ain't about to call Nate for a weekend. I'm only here for the weekend. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna hear from me. This is before Facebook. This was before Facebook. Oh, it's like so you, you like, guys are friends. You, like stop but it. the one girl that i've smashed first was like no she's done this before so i was like well i guess i can't feel too bad so so <laughs> this is this is all i'm gonna say just just for our uh loyals um there was a story uh that we shared in one of our earlier podcasts where omar left his boy out to dry and shit oh where he God. went upstairs you know what i'm saying with all with the, the chicks right so just just understand that if you all understand like I had my moment. That's why I had my moment. Because in my mind, I'm like, this nigga got, what you call it? You, you, in the podcast, you called it Vanilla Sky, but you right. you met uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes this Wide nigga Shut, does, yeah. He does Eyes Wide Shut type shit. And I'm like, did I really just miss the Eyes Wide Shut moment? Those younger years. Oh, I Oh, my God. Listen, uh, can listen. I, can, wait, can I tell you a funny story? Oh, here we go. And then we can wrap it up. You know, and this is a spontaneous story, too. Go and this, for it. And you know this story. This was where we worked at before. And we were in Milwaukee. Okay. And I ended up meeting these girls on a train from Chicago to Milwaukee. And they, uh, we, like, it's all our, the guys who were down there for training. We're all like in this Miller's bar in Milwaukee because Miller's headquartered in Milwaukee. So we had this Miller's bar and I think it was like the, was it the Hilton? I think it was the Hilton where we did the training, right? So uh, I meet these girls on the train. We exchange numbers. They're like, cool, we're going to come and meet you. So I'm like, cool. So after like it kind of dies down and it's just the guys and the girls who were there for training, they go back to their room. This girl shows up with like 10 girls, nice looking girls they were really good looking and i'm like oh shit and there was this creepy guy that kept that that was down there for training they kept calling him colin farrell which is because <laughs> 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 they like he has spiky hair and a leather jacket oh, but he was creeping on him i'm like man like be cool you know be cool like you know show your pimp game but don't act thirsty like he was just thirsty like hitting on all of them and they're like can you please get them away from us but anyway like it's getting late. And the girls are like, can we come and sleep in your room? Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, they're going to steal something. Mm. Like, I don't trust. Like, this seems too sweet for me. Like, ain't nobody rolling like that. And so it's like a few of the girls left. Six of the girls come back. And they're, like, folding out the little couch in the bed. And they're, like, sleeping and and so I'm, I get in my bed, but I'm watching my stuff. Right? <laughs> You're gonna get like, robbed, right. right? Or they gonna let yes. somebody in? You oh, know what man. I mean? You and don't want that. But here's what happened. Like the the, uh, it was like six girls, like four of them 
or like it's only one of him and Colin Farrell was creepy so they're like we're gonna leave so they bounce they were actually looking to hook up so it's just the two girls now that are sleeping on the couch I'm sleeping in in my in my bed mm-hmm. and the 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 one girl goes to the other girl's like oh oh uh gang gang <laughs> we know you have to get up tomorrow for training can we sleep in the bed with you mm. and I'm like sure why not and then they wow. both come and land in bed with me and then they start talking talking about the one girl's breasts oh how my. she had fake boobs did you ask for consent <laughs> I would no I was basically raped Right, I so may have to right. file. Did like, they ask okay. you freaking <laughs> sick? No. Oh so they listen, but I haven't got to the that. funny part. Like, here's the funny part. So they're talking about like they're like it's like damn near one in the morning. I have to be up at like seven thirty or oh, something. That's so reckless. And so they're like they have their boobs out and they're talking about boobs and they're walking around. And the one girl's like, "Yeah, I got brown nipples." And then the one girl's like, "Yeah, mine are a little darker." And my phone keeps going off right in the hotel in the, uh, the hotel phone, right? So it's steady, and I'm just ignoring it because we think it's Colin Farrell, the Colin Farrell dude. So they're like, "Don't answer." That's Colin Farrell, creepy ass, right? And so they're like, you know, and but they're still talking. Anyway, we do our thing. Right, get it over with. Right, we ain't gonna I, ask what your thing is. <laughs> right, you already know what it was. You already know what happened. Yeah, they just pulled a side pad on us, yada yada yada. <laughs> but you already know what happened. It was a great yada yada. Time. yada. Oh uh, I got four kids now, and <laughs> no, but these the the two that say was the one girl I met on the train, and then I guess her really good friend. So all I'm gonna say it was a great time. Right, but I check. Okay, so that same night, Harley Davidson was staying there. Like, they had, like, some motorcycle convention. Okay. But when I tell you, I I checked the voicemail in the morning to see if it was Colin Farrell because I'm like, I'm going to see him in training. So just in case he tries to hate or something, I can always, man, I didn't get the message. I checked the voicemail. The first one goes, boop. <sighs> I like it. Brown nipples. It was the nigga <laughs> stand next door to me, like the biker next door. Here's the whole conversation, right? Oh my god! The second is like, Boop. do you have room for one more? Oh my god! Boop. I'm gonna try you back. <laughs> Boop. It seems like things are heating up over there. <laughs> Mind if I come over? <laughs> Come on, man! Don't be a uh, don't be a hawk. Share. Oh my! God. Like it's like he left like twenty <laughs> voicemails. Like he was like, it is going down over there. He was, and he was like you. He was sexually <laughs> harassing me. No, but he, he reminded me of your voicemail. Get your ass out of here, nigga. My- <laughs> And that's why I brought it up. Fuck he was you. Like, Fuck he was you. like, yo, bitch ass over there. You got two bitches, one dick. <laughs> Invite me over. Omar, listen. Oh, listen. God. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. can't remember. I oh don't remember God. the specifics oh. of what I said. 
Oh, I, I remember. know you like you Tim use Bellish. language. You no, like you Tim Bellish. use curse words you like, that I never you heard. Like Tim Bellish. <laughs> I, I, however, and I, I never heard admit, you scream like that loud I, I, because I was walking outside, <laughs> nigga. Because I couldn't sit inside. I was outside, my nigga. Oh my like I'm like I'm like I'm like my keys are in your crib. I can't oh go back God. to your crib because the shorter you dating, I'm not about to take a bus to the south side. This was before Uber. No, you I had, couldn't. You had the keys. You had the keys. But how are you going to get back? Like, I, like you were going to be sloppy. So I'm like, a win-win is you letting me upstairs. A win-lose is, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and go back to his crib, get my get my keys, bounce out, and then you gotta explain why you walking in at two a.m. knocking on the door. Oh, because oh Isaac, it like oh maybe you could have created some shit, but I just was like nigga, like it's gang gang, <laughs> <laughs> gang gang gonna be good, bro. But but yes, clearly, clearly, my nigga. So yeah, I was hating, nigga. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> That's why I love that story. I, I wanted I to hating. keep this voicemail, but I, I said, I you know hating. what? I'm going to listen to it maybe six or seven more times after and next week. It. And you go delete and it. And then I'll delete it. But hey, hey, I love you for that. Because I, uh, I, already, know know, I already know. Oh, yeah. it was so yeah, funny. Okay. Was, that was one of those moments. Y'all, really? Gang, gang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. All right. So, who are we going to share with? Man, let's open this up to the panel. Who do you all feel like we need to share with? What, 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 what is going on this week? Or just in general. I mean, we got Christmas coming up. Yeah. But we can probably save that, right? Yeah. So connection. How do we how do we pull this into some connection? Well, we could have the listeners share it with the person that they have the best connection with that they feel. I feel like we've done the BFF thing, though. Not BFF, just the best connection with. That could be anybody. Hmm. So chemistry. Chemistry. Share right. with someone that you have amazing chemistry with. Right. Doesn't have to be sexual. Nope. So let's share with someone. So so share with your chest. Share mm-hmm. with the person that you have amazing chemistry with. Now, here's the caveat. Not just that you have amazing <laughs> chemistry with, but who you have amazing chemistry with that you a think will enjoy this and b think will also share it as well mm-hmm. so don't just share it with anybody because you know you got amazing chemistry with x y and z but if she's a devout christian and don't cuss she ain't gonna want to hear this shit so you have amazing okay. chemistry with that person but we didn't say nigga and motherfucking bitch and all kinds of stuff so don't share it with her Share with the person that you have amazing chemistry with that you also think will enjoy our banter. Because if you're enjoying it and you're listening to it at this point, you kind of get our flow. You know your friends that rock with shit like this. Share it with them. All right. Awesome. Now, um, do you have an opinion? Yes. (laughs) And I'm going to keep it very brief, as I always do. Okay. Watch this. Okay. So... Um, as you guys know, we have a clip that went viral a couple of months ago. Uh, it was the Thug Life clip. We won't go into all the specifics, but what's funny about it is every once in a while, it'll get a spike, 
like someone will come to our page because of something else and they'll see that clip, they'll share it, and then it'll get new traction. Like it'll get legitimately inside of three, four days, another 2,000 shares, right? And it's always unique because sometimes I'll go back and I'll read the comments and, you know, if a clip went viral four months ago or five months ago and you're commenting on someone's comment from four months ago, you don't even expect a response. You just are looking for the engagement or you just want your voice to be heard. And so I won't go into the specifics of what a woman said, but she challenged another woman's point. Now, here's what's interesting about that. There's some points that get made that literally have close to 10,000 likes on it. The woman that she challenged, her point had five likes, which means the woman that was commenting on it clearly had to be going through the entire conversation. Like literally every bit of 100,000 comments, because if you found this woman that had five likes on her comment and you decided to challenge it i was like shit you've been doing your research this woman made a comment that you just did not agree with but she made a point that i thought was pretty poignant and she challenged the whole notion of wifey material like wifey material and she says something to the point of like well what is wifey material like because i don't think that like I can't think of the word she used, but the her, her basic premise was everybody is looking for something different. Everybody's looking for something different. So you say wifey material, but like what's wifey material? Because a wife for one man isn't necessarily a wife for another person. And even though I didn't agree with the totality of what her comment was, that point I was like, shit, that's deep as shit. To the point where we got to think about that. We got to think about that to the point where we have to start asking ourselves, is it time for us collectively to abandon that terminology? Because it's a bullshit term. I'm wifey material. Really, my nigga? To who? Who are you wifey material to? Because I can name a slew of people. I'm not going to pinpoint anyone because I don't want to minimize the point that I'm trying to make. But like... There are certain people who are chasing after a particular guy. All of us have friends who are deeply in love with a man or a woman that we are like, oh, I wouldn't fuck him with your dick. I wouldn't sleep with him with your pussy. Like, this is what we say in the hood. Oh, nigga, I wouldn't. I mean, nigga, I wouldn't fuck her with your dick. We know what that means. It means no. I dislike her so much that I wouldn't even sleep with her if it didn't have anything to do with me. And sometimes that gets said and it gets said to a person that you are really into. It's amazing that people that I really love deeply have totally different tastes than me. I'm like, nigga, you don't think she bad? Like, nigga, she is cold. How do you not like her? But then you start realizing this is what makes life grand. This is what makes life awesome is that we don't all like the same person. We're not all supposed to like the same person. We all have different tastes. We all have different preferences. So if we understand that, then what the fuck is wifey material? What is wifey material? 
it's 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 an illusion because wifey material to you is something totally different than wifey material to me. However, when we use that term wifey material nine times out of 10, we're talking about something that fits in the same space. A woman that does this and that does this and that does that. However, that woman is not going to make all of us happy. That man is not going to make all women feel fulfilled. And so we got to start to get outside of that. Like I'm a big proponent of that. So this this opinion may sound very similar to ones in the past, but this is something I'm not going to let off of. Why? Because we are in the age of Aquarius. We're in the age where we're all starting to define and determine what's unique and what's special for us. And I feel like happiness is in some way connected to that. It's time for us to let go of definitions. It's time for us to let go of, well, this is what's proper or this is what makes you happy or this is what's successful because we don't all view success as the same thing. And even when we do it, that success doesn't give us the same level of fulfillment. And so we got to think on that, right? Like we got to start being independent thinkers. We really got to start thinking about what makes me happy. And it goes back to the point I was making earlier. As I get older, I start to release the shit that really wasn't going to make me happy, but that I was buying into because that's what made my parents happy. That's what Brittany was talking about earlier. Like, as much as she loves her parents and as much as she can use her parents' happiness to define what happiness looks like, she can look at her mother and her father and say, they are happy. I want that. But she doesn't want the specifics. She doesn't want to marry a man like her father. She doesn't need to be her mother because they are all different people. So we can still understand that we want that level of happiness, but it doesn't mean we need to follow the same track that someone else followed to be happy. So think about it. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm <laughs> probably not, though. Oh, wow. Yes, Isaac. Great job. Your opinion is always so insightful. So, so insightful. Well, as you guys know, it's a wrap. <laughs> um, we most definitely, as with every every uh, podcast, want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Um, we really appreciate all of the support. Always. Um, we ask that you guys continue to do what you've been doing and, and share. Even if you don't have someone to share it with your chest, share this motherfucker. Okay? That's the only way people will hear it. That's the only way we'll gain content, you know, because, you know, the more people that listen, the more people who comment and have uh, shit to say about the shit that we say. So share it. That's super important. Um, you're able to actually access the podcast on um, iTunes. And when you do make sure you review it, because, again, that's also another component. I know it's a lot of shit for y'all to do, but it's OK. It's real quick. It only takes like two minutes to review the podcast after you listen to it. So please, we really appreciate it. Um, now, our website is actually being upgraded right now. So um, 
before I would say you could check out our upcoming shows and all that on our website at the tequilatales.com. But as of right now, you can keep up with us via Facebook and Instagram until the website is complete. Um, we got hacked. complete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, shit happens, you know, it happens, but it's on the way we fixing it. Ike is, is doing his thing, you know, and making sure that it doesn't happen again. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, as always. And until next time, stay blessed people.